I bring up an embarrassing experience with uh, always. you and I? Please. Do you remember like at 4 a.m.? Yeah, we're um, in Super the Super Bowl, Bowl in New Orleans. And I, yes, and I like trapped you in the like the concierge <laughs> lobby, like the lob, like the exclusive lobby. Uh-huh. That, oh right, we were in the exclusive yes, lobby. And at a hotel. I made you play acting games. Mm-hmm. Wait, can you can you can you <laughs> tell us what? Can you go go you know rewind a little bit. What happened? Where God. were you? So you were. What, what more Super do Bowl you is need over. to know? <laughs> the Super Bowl is over. I can't remember if it was over. It or- was yes. I think by four a.m. it was over. It was like a late night in in the night of the have, Super Bowl. Do in not New remember why I was in the lobby. Yeah, my brother. I took my brother. Okay, and I think he was like passed out, and we had one room, so it was a little bit awkward. You know, like I had the cot, I gave him like the king bed. Very kind of you. Thank you. But as a result, I'm like in the like the exclusive what do you call like the exclusive there's lobby like, like it, the you know like yeah, the yeah but there the i had an experience lounge of yeah, like, like, like the, the 10th floor lounge yeah, yes. yeah i know what you're talking about right well, the executive the executive floor yes and well, and it's filled with like ton i don't know there's a lot of like there were people there it was like a, it was after the super bowl so they had like hey go out but also here's your little like your little safe zone and so, turns out I made it a very safe zone. <laughs> I like accosted Nick Kroll, <laughs> our guest tonight, dear listeners. I made him play acting games. Yes. Do you? Do you? Do you I am this? very rarely in places I don't want to be. So I was happy to be really? in, the, in the VIP lobby of oh, a hotel in New Orleans playing like, acting games at 4 like five, Yeah. Do you remember? Because I remember I had like a couple of brief moments of sobriety when you looked at me. Like, what the fuck is this girl doing? <laughs> like one of those things, and I I had to do a little like those moments of like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I'm to be honest, a stranger to play games. But I think, as I remember, honestly, it's like, what more productive thing could you be doing at four a.m. like after the Super Bowl? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. Like it's like whatever you, you are, what whatever games- you are engaging in at that hour in New Orleans is nonsense and luckily could end up being damaging <laughs> so so an acting exercise in a, in a lobby was like well this is about this you is, didn't mind it though i don't think so Wait, was it really an hour i don't know if it was an, i don't i have no sense of time at that oh, I have no, i'm it was glad a, it, because i mean it was i felt to me it felt like i kept you there like i held you captive for like 18 hours. It was. Like, and you were just being kind. Um, and I felt like you were looking at me like, no, with I, your sleepy eyes. I, and you were like. I was like. Well. Please go I to had bed, had, you fucking freak. I had had a quite a long day and evening. And um, uh, Who, my night. Does I mean, anyone want to hear the birds chirp in New Orleans? Yeah, I know. But I did have a crazy driver on the way to the airport the next morning. Like deeply hung over and this guy was talking oh god i recorded it because his voice is so great i wonder if it's still on my phone i have only fond memories of that that oh, because good. yes good, i had only good. fond memories of that because really before that i had met a girl at a bar and was like and she was really cute and fun and like we went out and like we made out for a little bit Ooh, that's fun and i was and i was like look at this i'm at the super bowl and i met a beautiful girl and i was like and I was like, so where do you work? She's like, I go to Tulane. And I was like, B. <laughs> I'm like, this is, I am too, this is not, so wait, a, this is not okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why though? I, I mean, she's of how age. Old? How she, old was she? Of, she was like 20, 21. And I was, but I was in my like 30. It just felt like, 
I didn't. And then I brought her, I met, I brought her back to the bar where she was meeting her friends. And then like we were all leaving, but then she was very drunk. And I was like, I'm going to get, I need to have witnesses that I'm putting this girl in a cab <laughs> because this feels like this could end up terribly for me. I can't believe I've just said all of this on a podcast. No, but, no, you ended up being the so really good you, person. So I draw, yeah. Her friend, her friend showed up with her, and they got, and then they got in a cab, and then I was like, "Fuck, what the hell is my night?" And then I ended up playing acting games with you. And so then you it was had a like, crazy driver on the way. Yeah, back. and then what I had a crazy is, driver. You had like eighteen inter- crazy interactions. Yes, it but all. That's New Orleans. That's, that's new, a, truly that's New Orleans. Beauty of that is. I'm gonna. I'm looking, but I'm also just gonna see. I mean, I don't know how many years ago this is now. Like three years. Wait, was this a Giants no, Super Bowl? You took was, your brother to the Giants. Uh, Patriots, the last one, right? No, um, that was my dad. It, oh. This was the Ravens. Um, the Ravens. It was the game where there was the blackout. Yes. The, oh, uh, the uh, Ravens versus the Niners. The Niners, yeah. yes. yes. And, they lo- and the Ravens, and the Ravens won, won. And, and right. The, right at the end of the game. And um, it was really fun. I went, it was with the guys from the league. We were all there together. And we. I remember walking there, being like, it would be easier for, for us to walk. And the and it was great. New Orleans is fun. It's it cool. was so fun. It was a fun game. Was, anyway, did well, you find I'm, the guy? Uh, I didn't. I looked. I I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't find it. So are you okay? So you so in, just to just to keep score right now. I've admitted to hooking up with a girl. I was unclear of her age, <laughs> and then I promised an interesting soundbite of a limo driver, and and, and did not did not. You produce are not that. a disappointment, Thank Nick you. Kroll. Thank you. Will you tell my mother that, please? <laughs> you are not a disappointment. Your son, Mrs. Kroll. Your son. She's a huge fan. She's listening to the podcast. Really? No, I'm sorry. I don't oh. know. My mom and dad. I just talked to them. They've never listened to a podcast. I know. Before. I know. Have I your know. Have your family? Anyone listen oh, to podcasts? They well, the, only mine, and they've yeah. stopped because it's so. Fun, you know, <laughs> I say. You know, I was thinking about like the power. What like why I like the word cunt. Mm-hmm. And that was when they turned it off? Probably. <laughs> yeah, because I do say that. But I, I was thinking about how it's um I like I like that word because it's it's similar to dick because it, it has power. It's yeah. it's, it's it, unlike pussy, you know. Yeah, well it, cunt and dick are great one syllable sharp l- sharply defined words with like, you know. But you don't call a weak woman a cunt. No. No, that's true. You know? No, you don't. You may call an insane person. Here's oh. <laughs> here's my son. If oh my god! <laughs> Hi, darling. He didn't hear it. You, you didn't dear hear listeners, yeah. he didn't hear yeah. anything. Hi, Jack. Hi, sweetheart. Say hi to Nick. Can you say hi to Nick? Hi, how are you? Hi, Nick. Hi. I'm trying to have I know you do love this part, don't you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Can you say? Baby. Yes, baby. 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 She has to go bathroom. Oh, she, oh, that's what she. She gotta go to the bathroom. She gotta go bathroom. 
<laughs> hey, what happened to the lady? She had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> hey, what happened to Miss Annie? She had to go to the bathroom. That's probably that's a good joke. It's a solid setup and punchline. What happened to Annie? She had to go to the no. Yank, yank her whiskers from her chin. No. Stab her with a safety no. pin. <laughs> no, no, no. She's got to make a safety pin. Yeah. Fine. I love what? you. Okay, Jack, no, no, no. I love you. Oh, no, no, no. Can we, can we play later? Yeah. I love you. I love you. Bye, Jack. Hey, bye, Jack. Hey, Jack. Bye, Jack. Hey, Jack. Do you know what happened to that girl? What happened to Annie again? Uh, well we know we found out what happened to him (laughs) so cute comes from though where um at 3 30 this morning because we're both really jet lagged uh we just flew in from london and uh i was making him watch over and over again it's a hard knock life uh, annie 1982 mm-hmm. on youtube and i was trying to get him to like perform with me and there's this great moment where carol burnett is like where molly the little girl is like she, well carol burnett says where's annie and Molly says, she had to go bathroom. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Hannigan says, she had to go bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe it. He, me, that's what that he locked in. That's what he, that's what he picked and up. She, I mean, yeah. it, was, it locked in. I didn't know. I thought Annie was an entirely fictitious yeah. character. I was like, that oh, would have yeah. been more that's what amazing. I thought too. Well, even still. Cut, that, cut my dialogue out. <laughs> no, it's still let's, impressive. Let's she make my son super uh, weird with no reference. Kids I love do it. love, does he like <laughs> fart jokes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. imagine. Like, do we you all like do. fart jokes? I do. I think it's very, I mean, um, this is a segue into watch this. Uh, I'm in this movie, this animated film called Captain Underpants. That's nice segue. Out. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Jack is going to freak out. That's what I, like, literally I had this moment just listening to him being like, oh, this movie might work. <laughs> oh, he's so excited. It, I'm excited. Too. It's, uh, well, it's just like, I, because I think what we do is like, um, I think most people, like when little kids immediately, very early on, think farts and shits are funny. Like a little kid will fart and hear it and laugh even before he's, he or she knows like you're not supposed to laugh. And then they get obsessed with it. So then you have to tell kids like, hey, enough of the like fart and j- fart jokes for a little, you know, and you try to convince because they're not funny. And then like at a certain age, everyone is like, nah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At least do you find do you like fart jokes? Well, I think you don't have to. No, you know what? It's all about the context. Sure, it's like if They're there's like funny. an early like Sunday morning and Jack is like curled up in bed mm-hmm. and he toots. Mm-hmm. It's a it's adorable. And yeah. it's remarkably stinky. Yeah, for that age, which is also fascinating when you're a parent too, because you find disgusting smells out of your child incredibly 
um, intriguing. <laughs> You're like, this is, yeah. this is wild. Like, this, is, this is adorable. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, adorable the, his, isn't quite right, no, but, yeah. it is, but it's fascinating. But well, yeah, what? I, but I, but for the ease of them, no, I don't find them like like it's an it's like you know it's a softball. I will <laughs> say you're correct. It's context, but when there is a good fart joke or the poop or diarrhea joke, like I do, I do really, f- I can find it funny. But I agree. It's if they're. Do you think there's a gender thing though? Definitely. Do well, you, do you Chris, think- Chris, and, and Jack have a, a fart. Every time Chris well, farts, Jack laughs, right? Right, right, right. But but what I'm saying is, do you like if if a woman farts or has mm-hmm. diarrhea, like does that no, like the scene in Bridesmaids, yeah. for mm-hmm, instance, right. that that seemed to um, that was a little bit of a trigger. It seemed like to some critics. Um, yeah. For like whatever, going too far, going too broad, or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that scene was very funny, and and I thought they handled it incredibly well. And I love like you know, I mean, watching Kristen Wiig attempt to not throw up is so oh, fucking genius. All that is, is yeah. But, and I th- but I think you're right. It's the context and the larger framework. Like, oh, we hadn't seen that, so that was really fun and interesting. And that. In- but as men, do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. does mm-hmm. it does it loot? Do you can you escape? Can you still view a woman as does it does it? If, if Amy was farting in bed every night with me, God. it would be it'd be a little weird. Really? I'm not gonna lie. I would. I wouldn't. I probably. Do you lie. fart in bed with her? Pro- yeah, I. I, I do. Yeah, you're she's probably silent head. though. I feel like you're a silent one. <laughs> Depends on what's happening. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think like. Yeah. I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's. I think it's all dependent on that specific relationship. I think they're. You know. I don't know. But I think there doesn't stop them from being funny. You're right. If she farted right. once or twice, yeah. I would laugh. But if she was if she was farting I- consistently. Hmm. Well, you'd know. be like, well, what's going on with right. your stomach? Like, are you, <laughs> you are you, is it gluten? Is it a dairy situation? What, Ooh, are, we, what are we doing here? And what about like dating in LA? Mm-hmm. Do you think that, um, like... I've, I try to fart on every one of my dates. You did? <laughs> I love it. Just a little toot. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> See, that's, there's not, there's, to me, that noise is forever funny. The, this is my favorite <laughs> fart noise is a... That, you're right, but that—that's rare. That's a rare one. Yes, yes. <laughs> Is it a rare yes. one? Yes, it's a rare. It's like a unicorn part. <laughs> and also could lead to what danger. That? that could lead to danger. You know what I'm? You know what I'm talking about? No, please. But if it, if if it's get into it, because when a fart is sort of that. Mm-hmm. Um, clogged if uh-huh. it has slow leakage yes you know there's something right behind it yes correct <laughs> well we had one of your yeah. former co-stars on jason manzukis and he was talking about an instance where well he said once he turned 40 every time he farts he's nervous because there might be a little you know and he gave us I an example of about farts this long sorry all right go on no no no, no but do, do you agree with jason like once you get to a higher like you know late 30s 40s that you have to be a little a little weary sure. of every time you fart well that's why i wear a butt plug all the time <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're off farts now i love it sphincter it's yeah. sphincter time it's sphincter town let's get sphincter to sphincter erotic town. segment yeah. everybody with nick kroll now some people might call it a but plug some people might call it a candle that you buy at Restoration Hardware. <laughs> I was thinking the other day how, like, because our genitals are so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
how men have this concept. See, as women, if you're wearing a thong, maybe you have a little bit of a reminder of like, oh, yeah, there's my genitalia down there. Mm-hmm. But mostly we're not reminded like on an hourly basis that we have genitalia down there. It's not like we don't. It's tucked but, away. Right. But you guys are reminded frequently. Mm-hmm. Right? And, we, and we remind ourselves. Right. <laughs> yep. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. God, that must be you got why the fuck are you guys ruling the world again? Fuck, man. Uh, we got to take this shit over. It's I'm sla- sorry, it's happening. Dudes. It's happening. It's on the way. It's taking a little longer than expected, but, but it's don't happening. you guys just want to sit back for a minute? Just jerk off, sit back, let us make the money. Let us like make the rules. Just I, take it easy. But I think I just think we figured Warcraft. out a way to do both. I think we figured out. (laughs) You fucking dicks. (laughs) I think we still are in control and also have like been able to like lay back and not do anything. Is there a woman in a profession that you wouldn't date? Um, I mean, I don't know if I'd date Kellyanne Conway. Uh, That's a specific woman (laughs) in a specific profession. Right. Um, But that's that's more. Though, dude. You I know bet she'd the, be fun. Yes. I actually think she's yeah, one of those totally. people like, ah, okay, you, yeah. ma- you maniac, you know, you'd be you a good time. You know how hard she tries. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know she's yeah. going to be a pleaser. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the ultimate <laughs> The ultimate. The ultimate she would be performance. Under this, yeah. uh, she'd be under this table right now, oh, like God. giving you a good time. Yeah, God bless her. God bless God, Kelly. God, <laughs> God bless he, and he, Oh, my God, I can't believe I Well, whatever, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Um, is there any woman in... I don't think so. No, I mean... Um, um, someone who maybe worked as like a lobbyist for the gun industry. Okay, like a something like something that I where I was like, okay, but what if? I mean, we all, especially in this industry, we have to compromise sometimes our beliefs. Sure. And by the way, I'm not to say that people can't own guns, but I'm just like some something there where I'm like, oh, your angle on this particular thing. Is is like feels what really, if, yeah. Like, is it worse if she didn't fully believe in the cause but was still a lobbyist? Um, ooh, that's tricky. I don't know. I mean, I think it's like, I think in general, it's nice to be with people, and I think it's like I find it sexy when people are interested in what they're doing and passionate about what they do, whatever it is, whether it's something in our industry or in anything else. If they find themselves, um, if they are interested in what they're doing, I think they're more. There are people who feel better and more alive in their life, so they're more interesting and attractive to me. Do you? Um, ha, do but you, I don't know if I was like someone who's like, I'm like, really passionate about about like oil and gas, and you know what I mean, like lobbying. That I'd be like, oh, okay, let's figure this out. Do you like West Coast? Do you like LA? the band? Uh, West Coast. Uh, I like. Yeah, I like LA. I've been here. It's crazy. I've been here longer than I was in New York, and which, and I think of myself having lived in New York longer. Well, it's because time stops here. Time stops, and yet feels like it's hurtling past. Yeah. Doesn't time feel like it's hurtling oh, I, past? I've been Doesn't... here for seventeen years. Wow. And I can't believe it. Isn't that a wild? Yes, I can't believe it. And it feels like you're like, oh, I, and I've been like, I've been in LA for you know, but you can because you came out here like end when end of teens. No, I came out here. Well, I I was twenty two. Okay, and it was nineteen ninety nine, and um, yeah, but 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 it has gone. It's gone. It by. flies by, and life just starts to fly by. I think from wherever you are. But there is something about here. There are no seasons, 
And that I think sort of. And I also think yes, you're right. Like the like the there's a hard. It's hard to gauge the passage of time, but mm-hmm. also, I think that there's because of the influx of youth here and the worship of youth, which has worked. Um, it, it's great about LA because it accepts new voices mm-hmm. in a lot of at least in the entertainment industry. A lot of times, it also dismisses people quickly. You have to stay. You have to stay. You have to you have to really like hone your hustling skills, um, but but because of all those things, people delay adulthood or at least whatever the norms of adulthood yeah. being like marriage and kids mm-hmm. and um, and I felt like that I I do feel that way about New York as well to an extent like I think you have a delayed adolescence or you you really arrested development you know. Which I like. I'm participating in, and I'm like, oh, I'm okay with that. I mean, I've been thinking about it. The older I get, where I'm like, oh, boy, I got to figure some stuff out, you know. And then I'm like, no, I don't. God, that's <laughs> cool. I want to feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a, a advantage for men that we have a. If let's say we want to have families, we have a, a longer window to theoretically do that. But also, I'm like, I don't want, you know, like, uh, you know. I don't want to. If I want kids, like, do I want to be an an older father or a really mm-hmm. old grandfather? Ooh, I don't know if I want. You know what I mean? So you, but I'm. I then also I'm like, ah, well, it'll happen when it happens or it won't, and that will be life. Just I mean, fucking fake dementia. Surf That's it. my plan. Fucking fake dementia, dude. I'm gonna start that shit soon. In Get. fact, I think I already have. <laughs> It is, by the way, you can't listen on the podcast, but uh, Anna is wearing pants as a sweater right now. I'm wearing pants as a sweater. I sort of am, aren't I? That's a cool sweatshirt. California. California, you're wearing it. Yeah. Do you go back to where you're from a lot? Yeah, well, yeah, we used to. Were you from Washington lot. State? Yeah, yeah, both Chris and I are from Washington yeah. State. Uh, yeah. And we've got a place up there, so we do go back there. All three of my siblings were just out here this past weekend. Um, and I think it was wow. the first time, I'm the youngest of four, and I think it's the first time in like 20 years that it was just the four of us. No, no parents, no spouses. What was the occasion? My sisters were just like had talked about coming out to visit like they, you know, they all try to come out at some point. Um, and then my brother heard and was like, well, I'd come. And so the four, the three of them came out. And we just hung out and stayed at my house for the weekend. And was it awesome? It was awesome. It was like really amazing. It was really great. Did um, you learn things about your siblings that you didn't know? Yeah. And just get catch up and get to catch up with them without their significant others or their kids around. And so you just it was the most consolidated amount of time I've had with them. You know, especially all three of them together. But even individually, we have once or twice a year we could do it. But my parents still have the house that we grew up in, and and is is like a major like magnet for our family. So I've really we've been very lucky to I've been really lucky to have that. Do your siblings live close to your parents? Yeah, two of them live in the city, and one of them lives out in Westchester in the suburbs where where I grew up. And so yeah, and they all have four kids. So, wow. Yeah, so I'm I have 12 nieces and nephews. Damn, so you don't need to have fucking kids? Yeah, that's why that's why I can talk talk big game about surfing the fu- yeah. surfing life. <laughs> Dude, you have the best yeah. of all. You get to be super fun awesome uncle. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I mean, I don't know if they I mean, I tr- yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. So I've I feel like I've watched and been around kids grow up and stuff and but I, and you know, I'm just figuring the Do, rest of it out. Are any of your siblings um has have any of your siblings sort of struggled with the idea of your Hollywoodness? Mm-mm. Like I don't think so. They're all um, 
they're all very, uh, I think, pretty proud of me. Uh, and I was always the youngest, and I was kind of the funny one and the performer. I think they were. I, I think they were. Are they were like always skeptically supportive that it would work. Right. Like they would come to. I would do like shows and open mics in New York, and they'd like come and they'd be like, "Nick's trying to do it." Yeah. <laughs> like it. Like like how it is with most actors and comedians is you tell people what you're doing and they're like, well, that's just amazing that you're trying that, you know? And then at some point like, oh, it worked. Like, and then people are like, well, look at that. Like you did it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't, so I, they were supportive, but I don't think they had any models of it succeeding around them or, or seeing that like, cause there's always like a couple people in your town who like go to LA to go do it. And, and then they come back like five years later or they don't. And, but it's like, Oh, whatever happened? He's like, he tried to act. It didn't, you know, that's the, that's the major story. So, um, but they're psyched for me and they're really, they're, they're incredible. They've always been unbelievably supportive. Um, I'm very, very, very lucky. Um, and they get a kick out of it. I should like showed them my new show, which is sort of about my, the animated show, which is a kind of about, it's about me and my best friend from childhood at like 13, um, that John Mulaney voices and it's me and created with my friend, Andrew Goldberg, who wrote for family guy we were like best friends in like middle school and then god that's cool and then have and then like went away from each other and stayed friendly and then ended up in la and with uh um this mark mark uh, levin and jen flackett who he had written with the four of us created the show and it's about the two of us when we were 13 years old going through puberty or in (laughs) my my case not going through puberty and in his case being like ravaged by it (laughs) i think when i was Around fourteen, my my because I w- I was doing theater in in Seattle, mm-hmm. and my dad got me like a book of monologues. I had, I had a whole stack of like book of monologues that I was you know because that's we how you audition mm-hmm. in theater. And I I I remember I, I had a I read a monologue of Portnoy's Portnoy's, Portnoy's complaint, complaint. Uh-huh. where he's like fucking a cantaloupe or <laughs> some shit. And as a fourteen year old girl, that <laughs> shit is traumatizing. Yeah. That's like, yeah. but now as an adult, it's like, oh yeah, of course they they they're compulsive. They compulsively want to stick their dicks in anything. Yeah, and it's fascinating. Yeah. And I have a son. Well, and this is my future. Yeah, I'm gonna have right. I mean, yeah. the, the, the like American Pie thing is no joke. Yeah, well, that's the. I mean, the. So the Do you sh- got you guys want to stick your dick in anything? Yeah, well, we. I mean, for sh- and still. Um, but it's like my there's a there's a bit in the show yeah so there's a bit there's a bit in the show where it's like uh so it's me and and Mulaney voices uh Andrew and then uh Jason Manzoukas we mentioned earlier plays our friend Jay um and he's an amalgam of a bunch of our friends and writers and everything but one of the things that he does which is based on a true story my friend growing up had a pillow that he would fuck (laughs) <laughs> and like regularly and so i need to know like the dense the like feather density well of this so we pillow. we have we had worked out a whole thing in the yeah, show you had, right okay well, was it like foam like, well we talked it... to him about it, and the same guy later in life took a gatorade bottle warmed up a sponge in the microwave and then stuck the sponge into the gatorade bottle Damn, and that is good yeah it worked it worked and in the but in the show we have him he heats up he's got a whole process he heats up two bags of amy amy's organic lentil soup <laughs> two bags and then sticks it inside of what he calls the husband stitch and then, <laughs> and then fucks, so and wait, then fucks it's the about, pillow it's about warmth 
Well, it's friction. Yeah, moisture. A, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. there moisture involved? It's all about recreating what you think it might feel like, and then and then what it feels like. I just didn't. Mm. I didn't realize that warmth has to be a key component. I don't know if it does. I mean, this, well, you don't want to fuck a, like an icy cold watermelon. No. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking about like watermelon. I was like, watermelon. What a hot watermelon. Yeah. Oh, slightly warmed up watermelon. Yeah. I'm going to heat you up a melon. Oh, man. I want, oh, a, I want a cantaloupe. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. But it's that it's that time. Um, it's a liver. It's, what's that? Oh, I'm just a liver of, the of different. Yeah. It could have been a liver. Ew, that's what he's fucking in Port Noise. He's jerking off I with Port Noise so. complaint. I think so. Wow, and would you were you and just reading that, or did you or deliver cantaloupe. that monologue? No, I was remember? wise enough to Do not you remember deliver. any of those monologues because I feel like stuff at that age would weirdly. I, I, sit I with you. did. I had my monologue. My go-to monologue was um, from "Member of the Wedding" by Carson McCullers, um, and I don't. I remember like a tiny bit of it, yeah. which is like you know, basically, it's like a "Why don't you like me?" monologue, mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I feel like if I read it, I I don't know, maybe I would have it down. I took, pat. Yeah, I took an acting. I took one acting class in New York when I moved there, and it was like it was exactly what you'd want. Like your New York acting class would be like a dude in like a mock turtleneck, like an older man, and oh like every God. monologue was like about like <laughs> it, was, it was like all like rape. You know what I mean? And he just yeah. wanted women to like read like rape monologues. <laughs> like this is such a fucking mess. This is all it's doing is fucking with me in so many ways. And trying to do like a uh, um, uh, Eugene. Oh, I can't even remember. It was like it was. Ter- I was terrible in that class. It made me f- well, self conscious of everything I was trying to do. I definitely had negative experiences that with acting classes so much so that it made me quit yeah essentially yeah and, yeah and they're like now go somewhere i'm like sh- how, here's an idea what if i just like read the lines that are written and be like what is this guy feeling when he's saying this <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe i'll just pretend to feel those things does that make sense yes. <laughs> How's that for an acting exercise? <laughs> Act like the person saying the thing. <laughs> and it um, worked. Okay, so we're going to do some deal breakers. Okay. This is where um, you're single. Okay. And these are these are the women that you're encountering, right? Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. She thinks Malcolm X is a superhero. <laughs> well, I would argue he was. And therefore, she might be just the right lady for me. <laughs> are, are you going to give her like a little bit of like a civil rights education? Um, I think maybe that's I think she might be able to do that herself. I mean, like that's, you know, if she. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I could. Um, all right, yeah, I'd let her. I'd, I'd have to. Pro- I'd want to. I'd want to give her a little bit of. No, I think she, we'd have to learn together. Because I thought he was a superhero. <laughs> 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 Martin Luther King is Aquaman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So you're kind of are you're in with. I'm in with the girl who has no idea who Malcolm X. Is. <laughs> But you're not really like you. No, I'm not you really. Fucker. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like if she felt like an ice cold watermelon. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Alan, you know it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so next one, she's uh, on the white diet. What's that? She only eats things that are white. Huh. Well, depending on how you interpret that. Um, you can ask her questions if you want. I can. Um, does that so? You, co- maybe it's not intriguing to you, but um, all white diet. No, although I will tell you this: when my dad was young, when I was younger, my dad used to have a um, he had like a food therapist who would like who who we would see and would leave <laughs> videotapes for him. Not video, like little cassettes, I and mean, he would like listen to them in the car on the way to work, and would be like, "Jules, Jules." No more whites in your diet. <laughs> no cauliflower. This is like on your way to school. Yeah, we'd be like listening to my dad's. <laughs> no like, cauliflower. Yeah, or like Jules, you control so many aspects of your life, but you don't control your eating. Jules, <laughs> that's how I. Remember. Wait, was this supposed to be like hypnosis? It was just like I mean, I guess it was probably something hypnotic about it, but it was just like you know, it was like with the psychology of eating too much, you know. It was like early, some version of like food therapy. It was fucking nuts. So yes, I would uh, I would date that girl because I mean, let's be honest, I want to fuck my dad. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. Love it. Uh, so yeah, sounds like a win. All right. Um, okay, she only owns VHS tapes. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna marry this girl. See. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Sim hates her. Oh, you can't hate her. Why do you hate her? Because she'll only want to watch her, like, nostalgic movies. She doesn't want to watch... She won't watch anything else. She'll just what if, watch... What if, what if you have... What if you... What if you make the effort to take digital and transfer it over to VHS <laughs> so that she can share... In newer stuff, you got to take that extra step in the relationship. Let her fart up the bed (laughs) and VHS some DVDs for her. You're right. That's a good person would do that. But then you have the issues of like the quality of the sound and the picture. Sure, sure. I just saw a um, documentary called Life Animated about a kid who uh, is now 23, is autistic, and his parents and how they used uh, or they realized that he would he was growing in his communication abilities by watching Disney movies. And he started to be able to understand and feel emotion and um, relationship experience through what was yes, happening I, with Disney movies. What yes, is, I, I well Have wait, you already wait. talked about this? Okay. No, but I do I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And he's watching them all on VHS. So it was just weird. I literally watched it on a plane like last week. Uh, I, I was flying back from New York like 
so hungover and I put on first I watched that documentary which I, I cry on planes a lot I don't know if you cry on planes I do I, I weirdly yeah. I never cry, I cry yeah planes are like what well the there's fuck? no less oxygen so you're just like sweepy I watched that and then I watched Lion the uh, yeah the Dev Patel movie yeah. he found his, yeah. he found he found his, his family. I was just like for like five hours just like <laughs> the brother and, died and Mandy Moore is in like Sorry. the robe alone but behind me and I'm like oh, Mandy Moore is going to be watching me cry this whole <laughs> <laughs> that's hot though right so sensitive so sensitive i don't care if you know who malcolm x i love you so much i love you so much uh, so you're forgiving that's what that's what i'm learning the very kind kind soul are, open uh, it up open up that heart open it up like you are willing you don't because sim is incredibly picky i'm i have a lot of opinions about this stuff but you, oh, I'm deeply you, opinionated. I have huge walls, and I'm incredibly judgmental. So that's what—that's the shit that we want to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so speaking of that, though, sure. oddly, the last um, uh-huh. deal breaker is uh, she only watches Disney Channel. I mean, obviously, we've already gotten into this. Exactly. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching Life Animated. I'm watching. I'm watching movies about people watching Disney movies. <laughs> now, there's a. You could argue there's a difference between Disney, the classic Disney films, and the Disney Channel. This is a Disney Channel. This is a Disney Channel. I would argue that the lessons are the same. <laughs> Whether you're watching a sassy 13 year old girl who like. Works probably at a dot com. You're the perfect man. <laughs> I am the perfect man. I will accept all of your quirks, everything, everything that's going on with you. And then, um, no, it's not true. It's just not true. Um. Oh yeah. Well, I want to know what's like. What is? What would be? Can you think of something that would be a deal breaker for you? A deal breaker. Um. <clears throat> You might not like a braggadocious woman. No. I mean, I like confident women. I mean, I like people. Yeah, I like uh, and I like people who like what they're doing. Um, Do you like people? Do you tend to date people that are like in the industry? I mean, that you you end up drawn to them. I mean, yes and no. Yes. And in one in that you're just around the community, the people that you're around day to day. Uh, And two, there is a certain um like quickness that i like um that i've am attracted to that oftentimes you know people in in the entertainment industry have or that like you know creatives have but uh but no i feel no uh i'm i i would love to i would love to you know be with you know someone like like an astronaut <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Fucking sweet with that, babe. Lady astronaut. Be like, look, (laughs) we need some time apart. (laughs) She's like, all right. Peace. (laughs) I'm in a space. Come on. Then I go to my man cave. Whoa. (laughs) Sorry. Would that be intimidating to you? An astronaut? No, because they can only be like five five nine and under <laughs> it was just height so it's all about height um no i think it's great i think it's awesome when um um i like i like people who are good at what they do you know what i mean i like women who are like you know who are good at what they do yeah 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 i do too i mean yeah. that's like that's a passionate person yes uh but it is but also uh would it be intimidating to be an astronaut i don't be fucking it would be rad 
give me all that free it ice would be cream. <laughs> just like in terms of endearment, like their whole identity, just like we are as yeah, actors. Sure, you know, sure. it's like you, you would be describing. It's a loaded it's, profession. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, because I have a list of men in professions you shouldn't date. Mm-hmm. Can I hear? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, I'd like to hear one or two. Oh, sure. Uh, well, number one is the um, unemployed video game designer. Mm. Number it's, well, it's changing it's, every time. It now. is, but mostly it's magician. Number one. I is, hear you. I have a lot of yeah. Um, and not. I, I like, have issues with magicians. You do. What are your issues? I mean, I have, I know people who are magicians and they're some wonderful people, very smart, talented people, but also like there's something like very con man about a magician. Their job is to trick you and there's something about those people and I'm like, why would you spend so much of your time trying to trick people? Mm-hmm. There's something like untrustworthy. Well, Anna, you feel exactly the same. Exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, number two mm-hmm. is uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. With the exception of a few people, because I love a lot. And these are people that I actually find fascinating. Sure, but you don't want to be with them. Well, I worry about musicians and if they're really if they're really successful. Mm-hmm. I just wonder what that head rush must be like of having thousands of people screaming screaming at you and as actors we don't we don't get that we get a resentful crew i mean we get a lot of ego trips you know sure 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 sure. but but we don't get like that immediate adoration yes and i just wonder how that that would affect a relationship i would i would have to think that it well it's possible and it's i think there's also a thing with men and women within it but like having done comedy and comedy is very different than um the response you get from a musician, the adoration you get of, of listening to someone's song, people dancing or singing along with you versus laughing. Um, and I would say there's plenty of people who do that and like just exist and go on and you're like, they get off stage and like, great, that was really fun. And then they go back to their lives and it's, it's just like anything else. Um, but I do think that that's tricky. And I think how um, skinny mi- musicians are is, 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 is complicated. Are you suspicious? Oh, really? I'm suspicious of men that skinny. And I always wonder, is it like, is it the, is, is the skinny or the mu- musician first? Like, which comes first? They're like, God, I got these legs that look like, like, um, like a seventies animation. Uh, like, should I become a musician? Should I start playing guitar? <laughs> As a woman, I don't love when, um, a man can fit into my jeans yeah. anymore. Uh huh. I used to apparently. You did. You like that? I guess I used to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always. That's always interesting to me. That's really strange, though. How is that possible? Have you seen musicians' legs? (laughs) But itsy tiny. Yeah. But waist. But waist. Like you said, fit into your jeans. Yeah. A waist of like. How? What's your waist? Twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. But how did I guess that? Okay. But there's no. There's no guy with twenty four waist. Uh, You'd be surprised you, at some really like would be. go go and go to all like jeans are stretching out. Go to the small stage at Coachella. <laughs> like, <laughs> go to go to one of the weird small stages, or like yeah, or go to Nashville or Austin and spend like a weekend and just see these like little like stick figures with like <laughs> little leather jackets on running around. You know, like a hankering for a, a hunk, a hankering for a you know those like seventies claymation. Guys, <laughs> like a hunk of cheese on my, like skinny legs walking along. 
That's what every musician looks like. But having said that, I I totally adore. I adore all creative people. But um, but I just wonder how that that element sure. must. I've dated a few musicians, uh, and I really dug it. I liked watching them perform and being like, "Ooh, I can't do that," and I really like that. I but that's where, unfortunately, I think the gender thing comes yes. in. Because I think that uh, it's intoxicating. I suspect it's intoxicating it would be, yeah. and in a different way. Yes, it would be difficult for women to be like, I think every woman in here wants to fuck Because you know what? Boyfriend. It's hard to be the support system. <laughs> sure. On The third one is mm-hmm. athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was married to uh, Hope Solo for four years. So, <laughs> oh, are you, are so this you is okay? a little tricky for me. She's hot. She's super hot. Feisty. Yeah, she is feisty. You know she's from my, my I She is from Washington State, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, she don't fuck around. Uh, <laughs> not my Hope. No, Hope don't fuck around. So it was Here a roller coaster. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Hope Solo. So it was a real roller coaster. It was a real roller coaster of a relationship. But um, she's beautiful. I like soccer players. Do you like a feisty woman? Uh, I do and I don't. I'm actually pretty even keeled and I don't love confrontation. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like, you know, I like people who know what they fucking want. I, I'm, not, I'm not great with confrontation. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get better at it. Now, it's a tricky thing. But, it's a tricky thing. Um, no, it's not pleasant, though. I don't, I, I it Like the fact that I'm just it. taking all the cookies I in here it. and just crushing them I up on the. I love that. I love it. These cookies are like. Like 1960s cookies. Can you describe to our listening audience what you're... They're like, it's like a thin, it's not a shortbread, it's got a sprinkle on it. And um, I'm going to, you can take a picture of the cookie, we're going to get some some photos as a half moon cookie. But it's like some 1950s cookies. And and then I'm looking at like Bee's Bakery, Uh, I just said the name of it, shout out to Bee's, maybe get some free (laughs) cookies down the line. (laughs) But it's like, um, it's like, uh, I don't know what it is. It feels like you're at like some sort of religious event, and this is the cookie you get. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think Beads is going to send us any more cookies after. Why that. not? Give, for your confirmation, your bat mitzvah, <laughs> awake, shiva, or like a what about like a like a school orientation? Yeah, yeah. First day at school. You're right. Bottom of this is like church basement. <laughs> yeah. Want to mm-hmm. dip your weird cookie into a small cup of coffee? <laughs> They were at my bar mitzvah. They were at your bar mitzvah? Uh, B's Bakery was at your bar mitzvah? That's there you our, go. our new intern homeboy. Yeah, there it is. It's all happening. So, um, I, so we're going to play a game now, oh, I guess. Oh, yes. I'm really excited about this. Great. And they came up with this, and I don't know what to do. Right. And also, I'm really, I'm quite bad at these. So let me explain something to you, Nick. Mm-hmm. Anna's record on this podcast for games is 1 in 10. All right. So she... She's not very good. At yeah, but she hasn't. She hasn't been shut out. <laughs> she hasn't. Been Thank shut you. Out. There you go. Thanks, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Sam. Whoopee. <laughs> Suck it, Dick. <laughs> this is a new game. We've never played this on the podcast before. It's our first audio game, Anna. I know you haven't been asking for that, but it's I don't know be what fun. that means. All right, I'll explain it to you. This is a game called Know Your Lines. Mm-hmm. Oh so God. Between. Wow. Between you two, you both have been in, and I counted this, mm-hmm. a combined 472 episodes of television and movies. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? 
Um, but do you remember? Mm-hmm. Wow, this is a good game. Well, you haven't heard no, it yet. No, I'm not going to remember anything. Do you this remember your po- your past dialogue? That let's Fuck, find out. No. Let's find out if you remember. So what we're going to do is I'm going to play. It's very simple. Great. It's you're going to take turns. I feel like we're going to be pretty equal on this. So I feel good about. We're going to take turns here, Nick. You're going to start. I'm going to play okay. a little clip. Do we have a thing? Yeah, you're going to listen to it. Do we Nothing. No, no, no. We're taking turns. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Great. So no jingle jangle. No jingle jangle. And that's so a Nick, vagina. I've never seen one of these. This is exciting. But do you think I was thinking about drawing hair or putting some of Chris's like mustache hair mm-hmm. that you clippings? Know, some yeah. Clippings what do you there? think? Don't you think that would sex it up? Uh, yeah, it would help you <laughs> figure out which side, which ways up. <laughs> um, y- yeah. I mean, I, Nick's examining the vagina. I know. Well, I've been we we've been I've been looking a lot at penises and vaginas at recent, so it's very interesting to see the inside of them. Really get a sense of what's going on. Do you, can you recognize the uterus? Um, n- embarrassingly, no, I cannot. But I'm I'm trying to see. Get take a take a guess. I mean, I'm assuming it's up here, but I'm probably that's wrong. very good. Is no, it is. Right? Yep. That, that yeah. We that, we had it. We did an episode of our show again. This sorry, I'm interrupting. No, it's okay. Show Big Mouth that we're doing for Netflix, and a girl meets her vagina and has a conversation with it. And it's all about like her getting a tour of her vagina, the I love labia that. majora, the labia minora, the I clitoris, love that. You. yeah, um, and all that stuff, and the vagina, and then the little spot where the pee comes out. Yeah, the mystery. <laughs> yeah, where's that, that spot? That is the mystery. Is this where the pee? I comes mean, I out? don't think you actually really, unless you pee onto a mirror. Yeah, it's it's hard for a woman. I would, uh, Amy, Cassie, you guys got me back here. Yeah. I mean, unless you're peeing into a mirror, it's that hard to figure out where, Oh yeah. That yeah. thing hides itself. You know, there was only, there was a three year period <laughs> where I was being paid to pee into mirrors. And, <laughs> and so I learned a lot about myself and my vagina. Sorry. Where are we in the game? now? We're going to start the game right now. <laughs> Great. So again, know your lines. Nick, you're the first one to go. I'm just going to play a little clip for you. You're going to tell wait. me what TV show or movie. This is the first one. And this right is now. his a line from him. This is a line from okay. a past movie or TV show. Okay. First one. Here we go. I just discovered the next Alicia Keys. I swear to God above, I can vouch for her. Uh huh. It's an easy one. Yeah, it's Bobby Bottle Service. Um, Dang. And what, it's what movie or TV show? I know. Well, it's from Kroll Show. I'm just trying to think of the specific sketch, and you wouldn't know, but it's Kroll Show. It's um. You're getting some disagreement over here. Uh, there's a little bit of. Oh wait! Right. Oh no! No, it's not. Uh, oh my god! Uh, you got it wrong, uh, dude! You got it wrong. Uh, I, I, that's right. Uh, I know what yeah. it is. I know what but it is. Yeah, I was because it's very interesting. I know what it was. I, it's been feels so long ago. But I can tell you what it was. What is it? It's from Get Him to the Greek. That's correct. And it's in the scene where we're pitching Diddy about um, record yeah. executives. I was like, boy, that my Bobby Bottle Service accent seemed like super un like very sort of like not good and then i was like oh it was because i wasn't playing by um, so i'm not gonna give you credit for that no as you shouldn't <laughs> as you shouldn't you're a fair man i am a fair <laughs> man you want to date an astronaut yeah and you put and I, I don't get points where i don't deserve points and when i take a with- vagina apart i put it back together <laughs> on it's your turn ready yeah. and that is what i say every time is foreplay <laughs> Anna, this one's for you. I'm a bubble. <laughs> Just friends. All right. See, we started off easy. Good job. You know your movie's better than mine. Well, that line I'm has a become a little bit of a thing. Yeah. I'm a bubble. Uh, the first one is going to be an easy one. I'm surprised that Nick got the first one. I wrong. blew it. 
I've got nervous. Second question mm. for you, Nick. Mm-hmm. You know, this is really awkward for me. I mean, here you are, a student of the game, just getting bent over by yeah. my pawns. <laughs> okay, hold on. This, I nice. love this. this I thought, I thought this. Good yeah, job. thank you. Bent. I thought that this was going to be easy for him. I would think so. Well, it's a student of the game. With a large body of work. Over by my pawns. <laughs> by my pawns? Should I, I'll play it again. I'll yeah, play, play it one more time. You know, this is really awkward for me. I mean, here you are, a student of the game, just getting bent over you got by it. my yeah. pawns. You got this. Yeah. This is from probably the highlight of my career. Ooh. Um, it was a little TV show called Caveman. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, it took me a while, though, because I have genuinely blacked out that time in my life. It was 10 <laughs> years ago to the day, basically, because it was right before the writer's strike. Um do you remember the Geico Caveman? I don't know if you remember the commercial, oh, yeah. the Geico yes. Caveman. Of course. Well, they decided to make a TV show out of yes. it. And they didn't. Yes. The, oh, yes. I remember it. And so I, I was. You I, were that in was it. my you first gig. You were one of the cavemen. I was one of the, not in the commercials. But in the just TV in show. The, oh, in the publicly reviled no TV show. That was the gig that brought me out to L.A. That wow. was my first. Who was the other guy? Who was the other caveman? There was Sam Huntington and um, Bill English. And then uh, one of the other, uh, Jeff, um, there was one of, yeah, one of the original cavemen from the commercials, Jeff Phillips, was in the, was like the fourth caveman. But it just was four hours of makeup every morning. And oh then my gosh. it sucked. But such a great cast. Yeah, great cast. Great cast. And the show's not bad. It's like, but people hated it. People hated it so much. <laughs> it's like we worked like 90 hours a week getting in and out of that makeup oh. all week long. Oh, and man. then it came out and everybody fucking hated it. <laughs> it was like brutal. Because I remember I was listening to that and I was like, where's that? And then I'm like remembering. So I'm like, bend over with those pawns. And I remember because I can hear it in my, I had fake teeth. We had to wear fake teeth oh, over our teeth, top oh, and bottom. God. And they would glue hair to our like we had four hours of makeup to get this and then hair glued onto our arms and legs anytime uh, any skin did you was end showing. up like hairless no i ended up my skin fucking going bananas oh, yes, I bet. and it's been crazy it was i was <laughs> anyway sucked it fucking sucked <laughs> i'm so grateful because it got me like a show on tv and i was so thrilled when it was over it was so hard <laughs> i'm sorry to bring that back that's all right Anna, this one's for you. Ready? Matt, I don't know if you're having some kind of fantasy here, but uh, I'm not going to follow you to Buffalo. Winter break? Yes. Wow. Sims movie. I produced that movie a long time ago. Really? Yeah, and you did a tiny little cameo as a favor. Yes, I know. Yeah, wow. Milo Ventimiglia was in that movie. I know, I know, and I know. Eddie K. Thomas, a long time ago. Wow, good one. Ago. You know yeah. why I remembered that? Because of the Buffalo. Right. That's the only time I've said yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. In a, what about in that line. song playing in the background? So I know. Did you the, how about I'm, that? Well, I was at a party, right? <laughs> so we're at a party. Remember, everybody, we're at a party, so let's we're speak up. And everybody in the background, let's be quiet. I don't know what quiet. kind of fantasy you're having. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to follow you to fucking Buffalo. Nice. That's how you should have done it. Fucking dick. I'm sorry, Sim. I let you down. Yeah. You didn't I let me down. I gave you like an Can ambivalent me? performance. Oh. You were playing the reality of the scene. <laughs> I'm not going to follow you to Buffalo. That's the truth. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't. You're not you know mad about it. I'm not, not going to follow you. What kind of fantasy you're <laughs> having? That is like that is like 
like plot summary. Yeah. Like in. Yeah. In, look, this. Look, we got to cut twenty minutes out of the yeah. movie, so we're gonna get on in here. We're gonna get her to deliver the monologue about going to Buffalo. Uh, this fantasy yeah. is Buffalo. Well, this was a. I mean, in all fairness, it was a patch. It was during reshoots. We we're trying to just kind of clarify yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Anna, for that doing the that. Clarifier. It didn't make it much of a difference as far as distribution goes. Exposition is my passion. Yes. The audience just don't. It always has get been. It always will be. This guy, he wants to go on winter break. Why is he going to Buffalo? <laughs> And he never went to Buffalo. And he never goes Buffalo. to Buffalo. You know where he went? Aspen. Went I would have gone to Aspen. Too. We got to present me he was going this. To Aspen. Oh, but this fantasy of Buffalo. Oh my God. But she says she won't go with him. Okay. All right. <laughs> Boom. We're on the plane to Aspen. Oh my God. Uh, I love that I have a sense of humor about this now. Yeah. But back then it was really rough. Um, we're going to need Milo. He's on Heroes. Uh, yeah, but we need him to... N- we need to get him in for reshoots because we really want to <laughs> drive home this Buffalo option. <laughs> He's on Heroes right now. You know that, right? <laughs> no, we know. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got Anna Ferris. She's yeah. agreed to come in and help out. Uh-huh. It's going to be a great scene. Hey, you guys. I know. Um, <laughs> but I, I have a couple of notes. <laughs> Um, I just want to know, like, why I wouldn't want to go to Buffalo. <laughs> Anna, great. That's a great note. We're going to take that into consideration. I feel like my character mm-hmm. is from the East Coast. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and topless. And you know what? She has a love of, like, you know, I think I always felt like she wanted to to discover like the new hip town. The new hip town, mm-hmm. you know. That's like, what we. That's what we where's think the next too. Portland, you know, whatever. <laughs> so she would want to go to Buffalo. Anyway, the, the whole thing did not make any fucking sense, but I did it for my fucking friend. I hate playing a one dimensional character, but that's what I did for him. That's uh, honestly, that's what. My... I don't know what kind of fantasy you're living in, Nick Kroll? But I am not going, going to, to fucking Buffalo. Buffalo. And that's what Hope Solo said to me when that's when we broke up. <laughs> I was going to play for the Sabres, the Buffalo Sabres hockey team. Okay. Oh, I oh like you God. on skates. Yeah, I I played hockey for one year. You did? Seventh I could grade. totally see you playing hockey. For one year, I tried. I was like, I want to play hockey. And everyone was like, mm, you don't know how to skate. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I'm tiny. <laughs> I played. I was terrible. But I learned to skate real well. It was great. You were like one of those kids that were like, because I was like. Yeah. Were you a skater? I could see you being a figure skater. I was. I would like go to like the local skating yeah. rink and like putts around, but whatever. But I remember like the hockey boys were always like, shh. Like, yeah. like that was the only move. Yeah. The hockey stop. Yeah. They would like go around as fast as they could and then suddenly stop. Yeah. And, and like, it was like, below damn, a bunch of ice I want to ride that cock. Yeah. I want to get that. <laughs> I want him to skate up and yeah. my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like the smell of a hockey rink. When you walk into a hockey rink, it's a very specific smell that you immediately are like. It's like a little bit of, like icy old socks. Yes. Yeah. There's like but an like, odor to it, but there's something kind of like, I don't know. There's something so specific about so walking right. into a hockey you're rink. You're so right. There is a really specific smell of a ski bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like orange peel <laughs> with like camping gear. Yeah. It's sweat and the desire to have like some vitamin C on the way up to the mountain. It's like your, it's like the sack lunch mm. that was eaten five hours ago. And like some guy with like oh, a, ro- a roach in his like weird, socks. yeah. 
No, I would. That this was, was that too was young. This was yeah. back in the day. I <laughs> got gotcha. you. I want to be on your ski list. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Fine. Nick, this one's yours. One of your pre-existing holes and fill it with my seed. This one's easy. I think this is from the league, Ruxin. That's correct. I would say that's a that horrible that video was, message I'm leaving. Gimme. That was a gimme. It's 2-1 you, Nick. Okay. All right, Anna, you're up next. I love that show. Wait, 2-1 me? Wait, Nick. No, 2-1 Nick, yeah. I'm... Oh, well, you, wait, how, I'm one ahead of you. I'm one ahead of you. What? Wait. Yeah, she's got two. I've got oh, one. Oh, shit. Sorry. Two, two, and two, she's two. could go up three, and two wait, right you now. You three, two. My bad. Oh. I don't right. know what fantasy I'm living in, but you want to go to Buffalo and you're up. I know this one's I yours. I want to go to Buffalo. Ready? We've got dreams. Okay, we've got big dreams. Southern Bells. Southern Bells yeah. is correct. Got a Southern accent. Bad one. That's good. It's good. It's good. It's a little bad. Do you have you like have you do you go back and watch your old stuff and be like ah oh, that accent fucking sucked? No, I'm, well I don't go back and watch I, stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the weird thing where you're like, oh, what was that? Because you're like, I don't know. I'm well, not. and also it's like, yeah, yeah. The- I just want to watch Tombstone. I <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie. <laughs> it is a great movie. And a Knight's Tale. Those are like two of the movies that are oh, on Knight's TV. I'll watch. That's all a sports the time. movie. I love that. Movie. Yeah, exactly. It's a total, it's a total movie. underdog sports movie. Um, Heath Ledger. Um, playing uh, like jousting, like yeah. against Rufus Sewell. And wasn't it the gal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shannon so Sassamon. Yes. Yeah, Shannon Sassamon. And what was her big thing? Was Forty Night? No, Forty Days and Forty Nights with Josh was, Hartnett. Yes. Yeah, she's so and beautiful. She became a super. She started DJ. out as a DJ. Yeah. And then she was plucked, and and mm-hmm. she was got an audition and became an actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her kid's got a funny name. What? It's something like Audio S- Speed. <laughs> audio audio someone can audio. find out what her kids are audio audio science really she's a dj really yeah audio science yeah yeah i believe that i believe that well now would that be a deal breaker if she wanted if my you're you're on it mm-hmm. you've been dating a gal she's awesome she has a kid mm-hmm. whose name is audio science <laughs> Well, in that case, she's likely Shannon Sossaman, and I'm like, likely, right. but maybe not. <laughs> I'm like, I can figure uh, that out. Let's I just roll the dice. Out. Yeah, I'll figure that out. <laughs> well, it's never you're never going to confuse him with another kid. It's never going to be like, oh, it's like way to see this Nick D. You know, <laughs> you're like, it's no, there's not going to be another audio science in the class. To me, <laughs> and like that, to the red flag there, and not knowing Shannon or whatever, but the mm. red flag there is like. Um, I worry about the sense of humor. Like my sense of humor wouldn't align with sure, somebody who. Sure. Um. Has... Well, I one of my sons, and I don't. I don't talk about them because they don't exist. But one of them's name is Duty Bomb, and so <laughs> See, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Duty. Duty Bomb. Duty Bomb's a family name. So. so All right, let's keep going, guys. Okay. All right, this next one is for Nick. I feel like it is. You're winning right now. Yeah. Here we go. I need to stay here for a few months. You want to hear it again? No, I know what it is. You know what it is. Is that is that it? That's all. That's it. That's all you're gonna. I'm assuming it's adult beginners. You're right. It's me and Rose Byrne. Nice job. And I know, and I was like, because I can hear the plates. I remember, like, oh, that was like a dinner conversation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. She's awesome. She's a yeah. She's amazing. She and uh and 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 Bobby Cannavale, her, her now partner and. Baby daddy. I, th- I don't know if they're... Oh, they're, I think they're married. Um, they're in it together. They play husband and wife. 
I love that movie. I haven't seen it for a while, but I did a movie with her years ago. She's the coolest. I just love her. She's so just much. like easy capizzy. Like and so fucking good. Yeah, man. And just made like a. Jo- she's just a joy to go to work. With. Yes, yes. Anna, Rose, you're next. I love you. Okay, here we go. Do you like pussy? <laughs> Let's play it again. Do you like pussy? You hear it? Is it Keanu? No, it's not, is it? Fuck. It's not Keanu. We're all tied up. By the way, you're awesome, wow. Keanu. Thanks. I loved it. What yeah, is I it? I only got that one sh- I only got that it's one It's May. Chance. Oh, whoa. Is that horror film you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ago. I got my throat cut. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Don't ask. Awesome. They put the bloodlines all up through my fingers so when I when she's rubbing like the when she runs the scalpel along yeah. my throat, I clutch my throat and that's the, how it comes out. Bloodline. Whoa. And, and then I just start to Did gag. you like doing a horror movie? <laughs> that one was awesome. Yeah. So you did scary movie and then you went and did a real horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I played like this very uh, aggressive lesbian. Um, I forgot about that. Do you like pussy? Shit. That is like a that is like an unironic <laughs> line. Yeah. You know, it's like, ooh, Do you like I'm this? in a horror movie. Why didn't I remember that? I don't know. I oh. thought you would get that one. I know. Right. What if I was like, I know that line. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's from the film May. Are you ready that for yours? That's from the film May that I remember. Yeah. All right, Nick. This one's for you. Who? Sorry, do it again. Who? Is that all I'm getting is who? That's all you're going to get is who. Yes. Let me hear more. Who? 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I like just hearing that word over <laughs> and over. Well, and you do it so deliberately. Yeah. Who? I really like made you, a choice. Yeah. Who? Right? Who? I, I, no, can't, but... I can't recreate it now. Because at that moment, and I'll tell you, and I don't know what the project is, and I'm stalling. Um, <laughs> but I think in that moment, the character wanted to know who. <laughs> Um, so let's try just trying to be honest that's all we can be right that's all we can be with our work who who i have no idea good old-fashioned orgy a good old-fashioned orgy who who i don't even remember who wants to participate who wants to participate in the orgy who I do, not till not till pretty far into the movie. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could do a movie where all you did was ask questions, like the the whole movie? You didn't have any other line. Mm -hmm. Your whole dialogue was just question. That's like, I mean, it's like that was what would be like if you were like David Caruso and like (laughs) NYPD Blue. That's not questions. Where were you? That's statements. Or, but he's well, but he's asking a lot of interrogations. Where were you on the night of the murder? And but, did you like her? And when she screamed, see, how did that feel? They're a little more statementy, right? Yes, right. Well, what that's if you the were power truly of like Caruso. The, what if you were truly like? <laughs> like I, I just want to quickly plug my podcast, The Power of Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's on the sunglasses. Self help. Okay. Yeah. All sorry. Right. Last sorry. question, Anna. This is your this is your chance to win. You can actually beat Nick right now and up your record to two and ten. Yeah. If you get this one correct. Ready? Plus, hotels are fun. My room has this little fridge full of free snacks. Wow, you don't know this. <sighs> okay, I'm eager. This is for the Hang win. Yeah. Okay. You're. Uh... Let's. Can I say not the character is not that smart. <laughs> 
Plus, hotels are fun. They Plus, have... hotels are fun. My room has this little fridge full of free snacks. Okay, and so you're misunderstanding. Friends. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nice wow. job, Woo! Anna. You win. Wow. Yeah! Congratulations. Oh, man. congratulations. That was really impressive. By the way, congratulations. You also win for being on fucking Friends. <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that's like so cool. You were the surrogate. I was. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. It was. It was all I remember is just feeling tidal waves of fear. Yeah. From that experience. Was it fun? Was it not fun? It w- Did you know it was because you were like, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't belong. I didn't know the format. I didn't sure. know. Um, I did. I just didn't know anything. And they were obviously so, you know, professional. Oiled at that point. Exactly. Yeah. And it was such an institution. And I just felt like, man, I am out of place. That is the weird thing about those moments in time where you're like, where you're, because like everybody wants that opportunity to be like, hey, you know the show that everyone in the goddamn world is watching? Right. You're the new cool character. You're the fun new character that's going to be a big old part of it. And I kind of thought it would be like a nice payday too, which Mm -hmm. it wasn't. No, they're like, no, no, no. Right, Right. I always think about like Gunter. He was the guy on oh, that yes, show. Yes. Like, yeah. Does he? Did he make? Did he clean up? I don't know. I hope he did. <laughs> yeah, I hope he did. All right. He did. He did. He did right. Because he did. Good. I did. I, I mean, I I get my twenty nine cent check every now <laughs> right? and again. Um, God damn it! Was it weird to be on a show like? Because that's when everyone in the country was watching the same thing. It was so. I was so unbelievably intimidated. You know, you round a corner and there's Jennifer Aniston and the craft is it's like, oh, God, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. get out of here. Yeah, I don't yeah. belong. Like, I felt like I was in the wrong was place. Was she pushing vitamin water and a vino on you? <laughs> <laughs> she was so stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And, and is, but I just at the time I was like, uh, yeah. like yeah. you know, I, I, I just really felt like I was unbelievably awkward. Yeah. And I could hear it in my voice. That's why I think I remembered it. Isn't that weird that you can hear the like, mm, yeah, I want to do well. Yeah, I want to do well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm eager. Yeah, but it works. But it was so, I mean, I remember it. I remember you. I, I remember doing it. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm like, it's not like I'm like called out May. I'm like, hey, remember when you were on that show that 40 million people watched every week? <laughs> do you like pussy? Yeah. <laughs> that was on an episode of Suddenly Susan. <laughs> do you like pussy? Do you like that pussy? That was my main line on Caveman. Um, okay, so five we're going to take a five-minute break. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do calls. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
So, Nick, we're going to do one call, and then we're going to wrap you out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call Kelly now. Kelly is in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hi, Kelly. Hi, Anna. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm fantastic. How are you? Great. And um, my dear friend Nick Kroll is here. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. How are Why'd you? Why'd you change your voice? Because she doesn't exactly know who I am. She knows my voice sort of, but she doesn't exactly know who I am, so she's working through that. <laughs> well, she I'm a little thrown off because I'm used to hearing you as, like, the douche. Oh, so it's okay. a little different. There you go. <laughs> Give Kelly a little credit, Kelly, you fucking dick. Kelly, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the one who needs a little help here. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. We're all good. Hey, Kelly, so you're in Seattle. Oh, or are we not supposed I to am. say that? Yeah, no, I, I said that in the beginning. Oh, okay. You can say that. Um, That's awesome. Uh, you know, obviously, that I, I'm sure you know that I grew up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, are, it's not where, like I like stocky or anything. <laughs> did you grow up in Seattle or did you move there? I grew up. I, I grew up kind of over in the Bellevue area, but I went to high school in Seattle and now I'm living um I'm living kind of in the Capitol Hill area. Oh, awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah. That's a it's like yeah, it's a that's a good nice area. Cool place. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a really it's a good area. And it was beautiful today. It's kind of one of those first That's why you sound so happy, Kelly. Because the sun's finally out in mm-hmm. Seattle. Hey, have you ever been to the Patagonia store? <laughs> Well, they have the big REI. I've never the, been to the big Patagonia. There's store. a Patagonia store I went to in Seattle. Really? You didn't go to the big REI? I'm not allowed in REIs. <laughs> 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 Kelly, as a child, I stole hundreds of carabiners from an REI store, and now I'm not allowed ever into an REI again. <laughs> okay. Kelly, Sorry, Kelly. Kelly, this tell is about us. You. This is about you. Kelly, tell us what's going on with this guy you're casually seeing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've known him two years. We first met when he was hired at the place that I was working at the time. Um, he was he was hired as my boss, actually. Um, and we had a lot of chemistry. We got along really great. Um, and, um, you know, but I, it was my first kind of quote unquote big girl job. And there was a big age difference between us. Um, at the time, I was 24. And he was 35, I think. Big difference. So I kind of let him set the barometer for what was appropriate outside of that. Um, So we ended up first hooking up about three months after we met. um, And we began, you know, casually sleeping together on like a pretty consistent basis, you know, about once a week, give or take, um, up until until currently. So for two years almost. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, For two years, just casual sex. Casual. So would it would it be like a yeah. nighttime drunken thing? Like, come on over? How did it usually play yeah, out? Yeah, so like really like all sorts. So nighttime, like drunken, we go get drinks sometimes. Sometimes we go get dinner. And you never but, talked um, about any we, kind of relationship things. Like, are we together? We, yeah, so we weren't together. Uh, we talked about it. Um, you know, initially, I mean, we kept it a secret the whole time. Nobody at work knew. Um, we kept it a secret more so just because our industry is really, um, conservative and there was a likelihood that we would have gotten in trouble for it. Um, and also there's a lot of like time demanded. If you devote a lot of time towards your career there, I mean, in any industry, you, you have a hard time developing a really like, you know, a well-developed personal life outside of that. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of his 
circumstance and also mine at the time. I was investing a lot in you growing did you there. Wanna, so did you want to be dating him like more? Did you want a more serious relationship or were you happy with it being casual? So obviously, I mean, feelings developed. And I think at times I, I mean, the thought popped into my mind, obviously at times. Um, but he, he always kind of kept his like really close personal life at an arm's length for everybody at work. He, he kept his professional life and his personal life very separate. Um, I probably got the most glimpse into his personal life of being involved with him that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and from what I saw, I don't, I never was able to really make a good call of whether or not like for sure. Yes. Or for sure. No, for sure. No, I would want to pursue anything with him. (laughs) So I have feelings for him. Um, he had feelings for me, but we never really acted on it seriously. Except consistently fucking for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, so Kelly, tell us what happened. Yeah. So throughout those two years, there had been times when I had, I kind of like questioned my trust in him. Um, which I think is fair because we weren't committed, you know, in an exclusive relationship. Um, I saw like a, the same woman's name pop up on his phone pretty frequently. Um, and then pretty recently I saw actually like this, this, um, this gift in his apartment that was very obviously a gift from like a girlfriend or a girlfriend-esque role. Can you tell um, us what it is? Like, yeah, it was, so it was a blanket and it has like initials, like his first oh, initial and God. her first initial. Oh, like, Oh, embroidered boy, a monogrammed blanket oh yeah probably oh like a cozy yeah. throw probably from rei oh yeah <laughs> probably from freaking rei too so i asked him about it i asked him i totally brought it up because it made me really uncomfortable and you know he he acknowledged it and he he didn't back away from you know confronting it at all he explained that it was from an ex-girlfriend and that they had dated really seriously in the past, um, and they were no longer together. She lives out of town, and they just didn't, they never, I mean, their relationship didn't work out because they were too far apart, and they weren't able to live close together. So most recently, though, I saw him, I saw him just this past weekend, and I stayed over on Friday night and Saturday morning. He got up, started getting ready. Um, and I just started to kind of get up too. And I kind of got up, noticed that his phone was left right next to me and was unlocked. Um, and I, I mean, I know I shouldn't have done it, but I definitely went through it. <laughs> um, and I went through it with this really gut instinct um, in me. Oh boy, that like a sense there was of something... dread. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. You yeah. knew. Oh, yeah. Because that's a thing when you're curious, you kind of mm-hmm. know what you know what you're going to find. Yeah. So oh, what, what did you end up finding? A hundred. Oh, I mean, everything I could have anticipated and more, Um, you know, their text message thread was just packed with messages that they, you know, really loving messages they exchanged all day, every day, selfies, like nude photos um, um, that they would send back and forth. And, but more so the thing that like stood out was just like the really loving messages. Like this, this to me stood out to me as like a very deep rooted um, relationship that has been going on for, for a few years. So, you know, I, on one hand, I feel like I'm kind of lucky. He's made it really easy for me to just, you know, make really cut and dry. Like this is, I'm left with no option, but to just walk away. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll be emotional about it at some point, but you know, there's, 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 it's white and black for me. So this is, I'm not too emotional. That's so interesting to me because after you, saw that stuff, knowing probably on some gut level that you were going to find something like that, 
otherwise totally totally looked so there's just there's like there's just one other element that makes this like a totally different scenario for me though um in the past just because I never really like yeah I wanted to check out his stories in the past so whenever I found that blanket I looked this girl up on Facebook and I found her she's beautiful woman she lives out of state um, she is a successful woman, but she didn't have anything on her Facebook that indicated she was in a relationship. So that checked out, but she has two sons. And so she's a single mom and she's, you know, trying to make it work. And she has from, to me, these text messages between them that indicate a really serious relationship just like take this to the next level for me. You know, I'm, I'm 26 and I've never been married. And I don't have children. And all I have is this experience with this guy who has shown me, you know, a little bit of like intimacy and a little bit of, um, you know, personality. But my heart just like goes out to her so much. You and don't think she, she knows. You don't think family, she knows about you. Like she doesn't I know that you exist. Right. I definitely not. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, from the messages, it even looks like she had just recently come to visit him. Um, you know, the weekend before. This guy sounds like a keeper. He sounds like a gem. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this guy is like a sociopath, but I just, I mean, my mom was a single mother. I have a sister who is a single mom to two young kids. I just, I don't, I truly just don't know what to do. I don't know if I reach out to her just for her own heart. No, I I don't know. I'm I'm sort of having a a, sort of a knee-jerk reaction here. I I think that... um, you don't you don't do this. You don't you like you don't you guys have established a very cat like your terms have been incredibly vague. You haven't established any rules or boundaries in your relationship with him. So you don't have anything necessarily concrete to offer her. And do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I think that Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, because I've gone, I go back and forth. I go back and forth about this because on one hand, I I totally see it. You know, to to him, what do you like I'm, about I'm just him? This person. You know, I'm 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 really attracted to him. First of all, so he's really um, hot. And <laughs> well, I mean, in my standards, yes. But yes, um, he's he's attractive. We get along really well. We we both really should. We both share this really like fervorous. To, like you know energy towards our our careers in, an, in more of like an aggressive way which I think I find really attractive whenever I can kind of like match that with somebody um and we we kind of get along you know he reminds me a lot of of you know people that I keep close in my life whenever I do get to see glimpses of him in like a more personal right but it's um, in a more personal years environment and, and you don't know this huge thing about his life so it makes me feel like no um, it, no. truly what it makes me feel like Kelly is that there's a big power imbalance here and he is holding a lot of it. And yeah, I, I like forget about her for a minute and your feelings of ethical obligation towards that situation, which it's not, I, I don't think it's, it's your, um, place place to alert yeah. her to anything or, or even to necessarily bring up anything with him about in regards to that i think what what you need to do 
and I say this being completely unqualified, as you know, is <laughs> I, 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 what I'm more concerned with is, is how you protect yourself and you protect your yeah. heart. And yeah, you, like, that's all you can do in relationships is like people will establish whatever rules that they want and then it's up to the other person to decide whether they want to play by those rules or not and if both people are and 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 you clearly have played by those rules for a couple years and if you have bigger feelings than that now he's established what the game plan is and it's like you're you're you have to be like i'm out like because you're not going to change him i'm worried that you will use this as um i'm i'm worried that you're you're young yeah it's like kind of ammunition against him no 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 i'm worried that on a bigger picture that i what worries me more is that this is the kind of person that you're drawn towards Mm -hmm. if you want to (laughs) be you know what i mean like if you want to be in a relationship which you may or may not want to be i don't know but but if you if you do want to be in a relationship what is more concerning to me is that um your barometer is off and i say that as a person whose barometer has been very off Many, many, many times. Yeah, and uh, so I, I'm more concerned with like how do you, how do you, how do you leave this person behind and recognize what you really want in a partner, which is someone who right fucks you great, mm-hmm. but is also like open with you about you know the idea that they may be having a relationship with somebody else in another state who has two sons, or that you've been together for two years and that you don't know right that you don't you have know major that. blanks in there and unless like that's what you want in which case like god bless you but it doesn't sound like that's what you want well because it, it's a path no. of pain yeah and yeah. some people want that. Yeah. I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I wanted a pathway to pain, you know, like when I was in my 20s. And I know this is a bad time, but I do want to just promote my podcast, Pathway to Pain. <laughs> um, come on down. And come on down. Come on down to Pathway to Pain. <laughs> Follow the light? Me Question mark? <laughs> Sorry. Flicker, flicker, flicker. Yeah. Nick has to leave soon, so let's yes. give her some final advice here. Um, Kelly, I, I'm, I'm just – I'm worried about um, – I'm worried about you continuing this, draining too much energy into this dead end. And I would agree. And I would agree. And I think Anna brought up a good point, which is like, if you start to look at the patterns of who you're attracted to and why you're attracted to them, and if it's like, if you didn't grow up with much of a dad around, and then and you your sisters, you know, like if if like if you're you're repeating like some withholding, abandoning like father figure, lack of father figure, like you know. It might be worthwhile taking a look at that. Um, yeah, exactly. And and Kelly, I, I I don't know. I feel like this is a longer conversation. No, it's, Maybe we should... Kelly, it's 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 the right advice. Um, but but if you want to, yeah. If you you know what, Anna and I can can we can call you later Would privately. Okay? Let's call you privately. But this is the right advice. We have to let Nick go right now. Um, Anna and I will yeah. call you uh, in about a Would half hour. Okay? A can half we, hour just do, privately do without just on not on the air to talk about this. A little Ouch. bit? Yeah, 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 sure, that works. Okay, but for now, this is the advice for now. I just gotta get out of here. There's yeah. this girl that I'm fucking in. I, I told it. her about this so other woman I'm I can't dating. wait for more. Okay. Um, Kelly, I, yeah, we'll, we'll call you in a little bit. I love yeah. you. There's, this is a longer conversation because I hear myself in you, and that's why I feel so passionately about this. Um, oh, but oh, my dick of a guest Thank you so much, Nick. Good luck to you, Kelly. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So nice we'll to meet you. We'll call you later, Kelly. Hey, Nick. Awesome. Thanks. Bye.
Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Did you guys hear my little, <laughs> my awful little joke there at the end? <laughs> I didn't. I was too. I said I, I got to get out of here. I'm fucking this girl, and I can't tell her about the other people that I'm seeing. <laughs> she's Ding an astronaut. Dong. She's an astronaut. I think instead of laughing, I'm just gonna Ding say dong. Ding, dong. Ding, dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. It's so much easier. Oh, ding dong. Well, that is what happens with comedians at some point. It's like you like. And I don't, I don't find it jaded, but like I will sit at the back of a club with friends or something and watch them and be like, that's funny. It's true. I have gone to see stand-up comedians mm -hmm. with other stand-ups mm -hmm. and they have not laughed at all. But and enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's so weird. It's such a odd. It's just watching math for a, a comedian watching another comedian. I mean, you can sometimes people still make me laugh, but you can watch stuff and be like, it's like, it's just watching the equation of something. You know what I mean? Kind of. I'm just I'm just a girl who likes pussy. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> um, Nick, Thanks, thank you Nick. so much. Hey, does anyone know where Annie went? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is She went to the bathroom. Yeah, is bathroom. that what it was? Yeah. What was it again? She went. She had to go to the bathroom. She had to go to the bathroom. No, she doesn't say the. Yeah. She had to go bathroom. <laughs> 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 All right. Wait, 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 wait. What are you here to plug? I forgot. Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. So I'm in this movie, Captain oh Underpants. Oh my gosh. Our, I have to tell you, our like six and under crowd is huge. I know. <laughs> like, we are reaching. Hey, like, all those, she had to go mm -hmm. bathroom crowd. Mm -hmm. Check out Captain <laughs> Underpants, June 2nd. I play <laughs> Professor Poopy Pants. For real. My character is Professor Poopy Pants. Uh, it's me, Thomas Middleditch, who uh, we just had him as a guest. I just listened yeah. to very funny and wonderful guy, Ed Helms, Kevin Hart, uh, Jordan Peele, Kristen Schaal. It's wow. a good group. Good group. Great cast. Captain Underpants. And um, if you'll excuse me, I have to go. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, All right, bye, we'll be guys. back in a few minutes. Why don't okay, you so announce what's happening? What's happening right now is that Nick left, and we're going to call Katie, and we have a special guest who's filling in for Nick on a temporary basis here, and she happens to be the one I love. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for being here. This is not why I came here tonight, but happy happy to jump in. Thank you for helping us out here. We're going to call Katie right now. Katie is 32, and she's in Indianapolis. Hello. Hi, Katie. It's Sim. Hey, how are you? I'm well. Hi, Katie. It's Anna. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, Staying awake. I know. Thank you so much. And thank you for uh, also like contacting us and letting us bug you about stuff, life stuff. Um, Katie, oh, so no problem. Nick Kroll had to leave, but I have Amy, my girlfriend here, she is filling in for him. And no offense against Hi, Nick, but just as good. Just as good. I gotta say that I think that we're the more qualified under the unqualified label. <laughs> but Katie, you can tell people that you almost got to talk to Nick Kroll. <laughs> I don't think Katie cares. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay, wait, yeah, wait, Kate, so Katie, what's happening? How? And I went to Indianapolis oh, oh, once sorry, for sorry. the Super Bowl, and it was like the most welcoming, amazing town. Um, I don't know if you... Yeah. Indy's actually not that bad. Um, it's, like, not too big, not too small. So it's it's home. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I, I just remember the people there being incredibly helpful. We had like a volunteer firefighter drive my dad and I around. Wow. They were just like. Oh, nice. I know. It was That's pretty it cool. Was, it was cool. It was like the community was like getting, I don't know, it was for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It was it was great. It was just great. Yeah, it was it was a madhouse down there, though, that whole week. Oh, and so fun. I went down like one night and on some creepy side alley, you couldn't even move. There were so many people. So I was like, I need to get out of here. Oh, boy. <laughs> a little claustrophobic. I want to see Katie in a dark alley. <laughs> Um, okay, so wait, yeah, tell us what's happening. Yeah, Katie, talk to us about your best friend of 27 years and why you're pissed. Yeah, so <laughs> me and my wife, who have been together for almost three years now, have always talked about having a kid and one way or the other, and we had always had this one certain name picked out, and we never told anybody what the name was because as soon as you do, somebody names their kid that, and it kind of ruins it, so... We never told anybody, and then my best friend, who I've been best friends with since I was five, um, got pregnant with her third child, and they were hoping for a boy, ended up being another girl, and all of her girls are named with the letter L, and so about a month ago, we were talking, and I was like, oh, you know, what what are you guys going to name her, and sure enough, it was the name that me and my wife had chosen, so now... um, I'm just in this weird spot. She had the baby last week, last Tuesday, actually. And I'm just in this weird position because, like, when me and my wife have always talked, like, we have talked with this name. Like, this kid actually exists, even though it doesn't. And so now we're kind of both dealing with this weird feeling of loss of a kid. And I don't know how to be there for my friend right now with her new baby because I'm so hung up on this name issue and so, I need to talk to her about it clearly. So yeah, I, I think I think so because she's. You guys are both innocent parties here, and you. It sounds to me like maybe you um, and your wife sort of idealized this child, you know, and you had this image in your mind of of what this this person would be. Um, yeah, and and <laughs> and you know your and your best friend is is sounds like it, you know is completely innocent in this so oh she is completely 100 percent innocent like i said you know we never said names um when she did tell me the name i did tell her like oh that's what that's the name we wanted to use but then i dropped it because as soon as she said it like my heart sank because i knew i was gonna have to have this conversation with my wife i knew that she was going to be upset about it and how did you trying to like calculate how to handle it She's, like, devastated, like, does not, will not say the name, period, like, even in conversation. Like, she's not mad at my friend at all. Like, you know, she's like, I'm not mad at her. She's like, but it's just going to take me time to want to be around them because of something, you know. We know that we sound crazy with this whole thing. (laughs) Like, we understand how nuts we sound. But I don't know. It's just weird. Like, it's almost like she's grieving, and I mean, I have two. Is your wife and, at all threatened by your friendship with your best friend? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. And she's one of the first first people relationship-wise that I have been with that has never felt threatened by her. Like, never had any issues, nothing. How unusual is the name? Is it audio science? <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get that in the, when you um, listen back. <laughs> is it the name? I mean, it's not completely unusual. I don't know anybody that has it around here. Um, the name's Lennon. 
like John Lennon. That's an awesome name. But it's not. It's an uncommon yeah. name. Wow. No shit. It's wow. a great name. Wow, but it's an you uncommon guys name. both picked that. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I th- when you told me that today on the phone, I was I was kind of surprised by that. How oh, is that wow. possible? Where? Huh. That's not. That's not a common name at all for a first name. I, that's crazy. I Are you and both big like, John Lennon fans? This is why we're best friends. This is why we've been best friends for so long. Clearly, because we just pick great names without even talking to each other about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a kind of an off the wall name, and it fit with my middle name which we want to pass on because it's a family name and it, it was gender fluid it could go male or female regardless of what a, whatever child we had and so now we're just kind of back at this i, I don't know now why what do we do, so. am i yeah. like I, it doesn't bother me when a friend of mine wants to buy the same thing that i already had like I, I don't get hung up on that shit is it crazy that if you had open communication with your friend to to be like you know, would that would it would it bother you if we named our child that as well? Because I don't see why. You know, the, you guys are gonna at the way life yeah. goes. You're gonna grow apart in different ways. Your kids are probably gonna go to different schools. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't see. I see a world where you could have the name for your child that that's and especially if you're if you are close with your best friend, I, I would think that she would really understand that. Knowing how much it means to you and your wife, I, I would hope that it, I don't I, know. I think she would, I think she would understand it. See, the, the, I guess it's not really a problem. What I'm hung up on is where we grew up, it is a very, very small community. Everybody knows everybody, everybody knows everybody's business. So in my eyes, it's like, you know, I don't want a kid, I don't want a child now that's named what other people may perceive as after my best friend's kid. Does that make sense? I, I know yeah. what you mean. That yeah. makes like, perfect sense. No, Sim, Sim, Sim has strong strong feelings about baby names, so I know where you're... Wait, wait, <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. What do you mean? Well, you've rejected several baby names. Oh, that's Because you different. don't want, you know, you can't, you know, deal with the idea that somebody might think you're naming them after so-and-so or... Right, whatever, that's true. So. No, I want to make sure so that I, they're all I, original. I know where you're coming from, It, you know. But but also, though, when, when do you and your wife want to have... A kid. Um, this the, we've talked about within like the next probably like this time next year start really looking into how we want to do it because clearly it's not as cut and dry. Um, you know, it's like hey, let's go to bed, and it's more like hey, we got to plan this out. Like, are we going to carry? Who's going to carry? Are we going to adopt? Are we going to foster? Like, there's a whole lot of other questions. So we've kind of we have pushed it back a little bit, but between me and her, like I said. When we talk about this, this is a conversation between just me and my wife. And now clearly everybody listens to this podcast, um, you know, kind of what our plan is. And so our plan was to start at the, when we felt comfortable, like around 33, which is how old we both will be next year. Um, so it's still, you know, we're still looking at two years away by the time, we, you know, we get to that point And then if we carry and all that. So, I mean, it's still a ways down the road not happening tomorrow so yeah i think this is like a case where you you have you guys have to like take a step back and cross those bridges mm-hmm. uh when you when you come yeah. to it but i think the most important thing is for you and your wife to maybe sit down with your best friend and say this is the craziest thing but um you know we wanted to name our kid this and talk it out and see you know 
You know I, what, it, Anna, you're right. It might actually be beneficial if she just was just a vent and just say, I, this exactly, is how I feel. And exactly. then she might she might feel after she says all of this and gets it all out, she might feel like, you know what, it's okay. It's yeah. fine I mean, at this I point. I personally think Indianapolis is big enough for two Lennons. So. Uh, com- well, yeah, completely. And also, though, don't forget that you and your wife, um, like all of us do when we get swept up in the idea of, of procreation, um, the idea of who our child is going to be. And so, right. you know, I, I would maybe take a step back and, and, um, and know that, of course, your child is more than a name and know also that as it's growing in one of you or if you have a surrogate or whatever happens, um, that you may find yourself with a lot of shift. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns ideas you know um i mean we kind of we named jack i think i was maybe four or five months pregnant when we decided on on jack and that's my dad's name but um for my for our son but um but and you know a lot of kids are named jack um and so i i think i think it's important to to just recognize that there's going to be a lot of uh, shifting. I mean, I'm the type of person like, and I, and I've done this throughout our relationship is no matter how big or small, everything happens for a reason. It wasn't meant to be for us to have a kid named Lennon. And like, well, I don't know if that's I true can, though. And I can, I don't, well, I, I mean, mean it, I right, at, this, at this moment right now, I don't feel like it is. And it's not like good or bad. That's just how I am as a person. Like I look at things like everything literally happens for a reason. And it's because something else is going to come along when it's supposed to come along. And, yeah. you know, I try to, and my wife is not like that. She very much is like in the moment, feel the moment, like let out the aggression, which is great. Like I don't ever try to change that. Um, but my point right now is kind of like, how do I even approach this with my friend without sounding like a crazy person? Like, it's actually and, a very fair know, question. No, I mean, I honestly, like, oh, I, really, I, Katie, Katie, I love your self awareness on this. Yeah, because because you're right. But, it, because you, she, they did nothing wrong. Exactly. So right. why can't she just, exp- you know, Katie? Why can't you just explain to your best friend 
this is like I recognize that. Yeah, I don't think it's as crazy as as you may think. I mean, look, I'm a highly rational person and I totally know how you feel because I have a set name in my head that I want for my little girl who I don't even have. And when my sister was pregnant and giving birth to her little girl um, this past Christmas, um, I had this like knot in my stomach when she announced the name because I was like, oh, God, what if she like takes my baby name? So and it's like it's fucking crazy. It's totally irrational. But at the same time, yeah. you know, I, I think. I think a lot of people understand that, you know, you have something in your head and, and I don't I, think it's you know, not. I had the name Lincoln. I, I wanted to name my son Lincoln and I had that in my head for like a decade. Um, and then when I was pregnant, I don't know, something shifted and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want that. And so, I, you know, yeah. I, I think um, I, I think let, let yourself have that breathing room, but mm-hmm. also – I think it's so – I mean, the fact that you are talking about this with us and you recognize, like, you know, that she's – you're both innocent parties. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why I think you you can't talk to her about it and just say, like, exactly what you said to us. I know this is crazy, but my wife and I are kind of – we're a little we're, – we're a little sad and a little bummed and I know it's irrational. Um, we're so happy for you and – but um, – I just want I just want you to know that if if that this is this has been on our minds, I guess I don't it's even know where I would go. But if you told me that, yeah, I don't even know how I would respond right. to that. I know, you know, I, I would. Know, as I say the word, well, right? she's, she's like, probably yeah. just. What do you say? Like sorry, right. like I would say to you, I'm so sorry. Is there any? I don't know what I can maybe do. She doesn't. But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, that's your deal. So maybe Katie, maybe right. you don't. Maybe this is like between you and your wife, and you don't bring it up to your friend at all yeah, right now. I don't know because it's just too. It would be different if one of you was pregnant, or you know, like if the baby was like. See, I almost feel like that's why you can bring it up now. You know, to be like, hey, this is so crazy. I mean, what are the chances? We've been best friends for almost thirty years, and guess what? We both wanted to name our kid <laughs> Lennon. Wow, like yeah. what? A well, connection- not not only did, not only did we name them the same, or not name them because I don't have a child yet, but. Not only did we pick the first same name, she gave her daughter her middle name, which is what I was doing. So, I mean, this whole thing's just a little bizarre. Um, so, I was like, because, so I don't know. I mean, ugh. Because it's not, <laughs> it you know, crazy. it's not imminent. Like, you don't have, you know, you're not about to have a child. I think you can bring it up kind of right. casually now and float it out there, see how she reacts, and, you know, wait it out. And by the time you and your wife are at the point where you're about to have a child, maybe you might feel differently or, or maybe not. And then you revisit it. I don't know. I still yeah. wonder though, Katie is like, I still wonder if, um, uh, because it's a complicated dynamic. I, I would think, um, you having a best friend that you're so tight with just in any relationship dynamic and, and being married like that that's a that's we're talking a lot of loaded stuff there mm-hmm. um right and so i i wonder too if you shouldn't examine i know that your wife and it sounds like your best friend are close and but i i do wonder if um there might be some underlying stuff there you know if your wife is at all threatened I- you know, and and that makes sense. I and I could see that, but the problem was like, you know, when when I not the problem, but when me and my wife were talking about it, you know, she straight up said she was like, it could have been anybody else that we know, like any friends that are just acquaintances, but like 
and mm-hmm. she's like, but it's your best friend. She was like, if it was my best friend, she goes, I would be just as upset with this. So it's not so like one sided. And I believe her without a doubt. Cause I mean, if it was her best friend, I'd be pissed too. So it's like, does she, does your wife and, have a best friend that's as close, uh, in her life? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is like with, with my best friend and like, I say she's my best friend now, granted, I saw her last week when I went down to see the baby and the time before that I was probably, I've maybe seen her once in a year cause we don't live in the same town anymore and mm-hmm. I don't get home that often. And with her, with two kids, like she doesn't come up here that often. So, but she's just one of those people that like, she knows everything about me. She's been through everything I've been through. Like her family is my family. <clears throat> and so it's just that closeness and that, you know, pick up the phone and you pick up where you left off type of thing. Um, whereas my, my wife has, friends really close friends that live locally that we see often and hang out with i don't think that she should bring it up at all i'm I sorry i kind of agree i'm I sorry kinda, I, I, agree I think you, i think Sam. that this is something that you and your wife can internalize together yeah. Yeah. and you guys can talk it out and and you be pissed off for and you, it, trust me it will go away this yeah. pain you're feeling is right. going to go away soon yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just going to make things awkward with you and your best friend of 27 years who did nothing wrong yeah so yeah I think you talking to us is helpful, honestly, because it you're talking it out, you're venting about it. Thing, like, because my wife has talked to like her friends up here about it, and I have talked to my wife about it, and one other person, and that's it. Like, I have not this up with any, but that's just me. Like, yeah. I'm more like, hey, my business is my business. Yeah, you know, I yeah. can carry on and get through it, whereas Elena needs to talk about it, which is fine. Um, but yeah, so I remember. Like, I don't know. It's just I, a weird spot. I have my heart set on Luella. Um, I like that. If we had a girl, I like that. I wanted to to call her Lou, Um, and then my brother and I didn't tell my brother, but then my brother like announced that he was having a girl, and they were thinking about um, they were thinking about Louise, and they were going to call her Lou. Yeah. Oh wow. And uh, I didn't. He ended. You know, they ended up naming their baby Nora. But um, but I I didn't. Of course, I had that instant pang of like, right? Oh well. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's gone, yeah. I guess. Well, like, that, but, and I, that and I think, like, as females, for whatever reason, we tend to, like, fantasize about our future children, and we want to name them, and this is what they're going to look like, and the personality. Well, then it's, like, double whammy with me and my wife, <laughs> and so it's, like, you know, it's magnified by this this make-believe human at this point, you know, and so, and I, like I said, I think right now, like, I mean, it has got better. Granted, you know, the baby was born last week and we can talk about it. Me and my wife have talked about it. Like, you know, our communication is very open about it. Um, it's still so, that's what it is. It's yeah. still so It's just new. really fresh right now and it's it's going to pass. It will. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it'll it'll play out one way or another. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that like, especially, you know, who knows what happens if you guys have a kid in in three or four years. You you and your best friend live far apart. I mean, there's, I still think if you want to name your child Lennon, that's a huge, important decision that should be made regardless of of anything else, mm-hmm. of anything else. You know, um, I, so I don't, I, I don't think. I just wouldn't cross these bridges, you know, yeah. and I, and I would really encourage your wife to not do that either in like the most gentle mm-hmm. of ways. And I know that we, yeah, like Amy was saying, we get caught up in like this sort of sweeping romance of ideas and where we're going to be and what we're going to do with our lives and, and the, the vision for the future and how everything is, is 
we, we like doing that. I like doing that. Um, but I, I would just uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe if you can. Just take just, a breath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I know, but I hear you though. It is a, it, it that's a, that's a bit of a gut punch. But it's nobody's fault, and there's nothing you can do. And you know, and you stay, don't want to lose a friend over right, it, mm-hmm. right? And just stay open minded. Yeah. You know, you might hear a name that suddenly might resonate with that's all true. of you in the next year or two. I mean, that's maybe right. you always thought that you were gonna, you know, go with Lennon, but you hear something and you're like, wow. There is a Finnish you, you guy know. in my high school named Pear, P E R, and I just loved that. Oh, I, I met someone named Pear. I loved it. Oh. Pear. That was so cool. Pear, sorry. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that one. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nope, nope. But I still want Lennon. Nope, I'm, I'm good. We'll stick away from the fruit. But Lennon is a fucking awesome name. You guys have really good I taste. I know. I know. And I mean, and like, that's the thing. Like, And I love my best friend. And like, even something like this, like, you know, I, this would not ever stop us from being friends. It's just me trying to get past that and get to the point where... You know, I'm comfortable to be around him because, like, when I went down there last week, it was horribly awkward for me just because I knew. Like, they didn't know what was going on, and I don't think they picked up on that I was being weird, but I knew I was being weird. And, like, and I don't want to be like that because, I mean, her other two girls, like, I love them to death. You know, like, I'm their aunt, you know, and I see him and I hang out with him and we do stuff. And so I just don't, I don't want to keep, I don't want to exclude the third one because of something that's stupid. And so... That's so that's so wise that you recognize that though you know and uh, this is this is the case where nobody's nobody's to blame. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think when the time comes, you'll know what to do. All right, so yeah. let's let's wrap it up with her right. right now. Katie, here's what I hope. I hope that you and your wife have as many kids as you want, and you name them exactly what you want, and you don't let other factors get in the way. I love that. Yep. You know, because your child is going to have a whole life outside of Indianapolis that has nothing to do with your best friend and their kids. So true. Um, right. It really, you know, you're like your kid is going to be like off studying in France or something. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it it's it, it's a small world right now for you guys, but it's ever expanding. And and for your child, it will be inconsequential. It really will be. And, you know, um, and I, I think, you know, my son, Jack, is like Jack 2 at his – or Jack, maybe even Jack 3 at his at his um, preschool. Um, and uh, so, you know, but, but he won't be that forever. Right. And right. it's um, – anyway, so just keep, the, keep all that stuff in mind. Keep your friendship um, and – and I cannot wait for you guys to have a family. That's just so exciting. Katie, that is exciting. Will you tell us like when, when it you is guys... exciting, but it's, I mean, it's a little nerve wracking, but it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. We're there. And your nerves, <laughs> your nerves right now about this idea could be very much like funneled into this hang up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the nerves of you guys having a baby and, and it could be really channeling itself that nervous energy into this fixation a bit, you know? And yeah. and the idea of, like, what does this mean? Does this mean that we can't ever, like, have a kid? Um, and it doesn't mean any of that. It means you can have a beautiful baby and name it Lennon, and it's going to be fucking awesome. And your best friend... <laughs> my you, kid, my, that's right. Guess what? My kid will be awesome no matter what its name is. That's we've already, right. We've there already you go. Yeah. This, like, 
this kid is going to be the coolest kid on the block. We know this. Fuck yeah. Nice. We just there need to have him a kick-ass name to go with it. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm serious, though. Name your kid whatever. Totally. Be selfish in this. And and you know what? Your friend will understand. Totally. The way you explained it to us, your friend will totally understand. Like, this is the name that we've loved. I hope you're cool with it. And your friend should be. That's that's what I think. Yeah. Um, I'm in agreement. Because truthfully, you'll be friends with your best friend, but the kids are going to grow apart. You know, the kids are going to have their yeah. own completely mm-hmm. different lives. And that's that's a really important thing to remember um, that, you know, especially if you guys are like not they're not going to go to elementary school to get like, you know what I mean? It's, right. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't think you're encroaching on with open communication. I don't think you're encroaching on 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 anyone's on anyone's territory. And hopefully your friend would be completely understanding. Um, Katie, thank you. Will you please keep us posted? I want to hear about. I will. I um, will. Kids. And I'll let you know how it goes down. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> yeah, Katie. I hope we helped. I feel like we gave you a lot of vague advice. No, no, it wasn't vague. It was very specific. We told her that she's fine. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. We love you. I love you. (laughs) Bye. 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 I do that I love you thing. Is it weird? It makes people uncomfortable. Why? You think it makes them uncomfortable? It totally does. No, I think they love that about you. The fact that you genuinely love our listeners. I do, though. And and I I I do want to say we've been getting the most amazing emails and feedback from you guys. Yes. And it just means the world to us. We read everything and and you know You guys I'm, really do have like the nicest fans. They're really great. They I mean, really they're are. incredible. I, I can't I wish I can respond to everyone because they're just so they're so sweet. They really are. But uh just know that we love you all. Um so we're gonna call Kelly back. Okay. Uh, because you felt like there was some unresolved. I did a little bit, yeah. Um, so let's let's you know we'll finish it up with her and see if we can get her in a good place. So. Oh, we forgot to get um, Nick to tell you to fuck off. Oh well, it's fuck sorry. you. I know, but you did. Is you did dying? tell me that. No, it's not dying. People I still think like it's that. Dying. Well, it's, if you think it's dying, then you can stop it right now. Let's see how everyone feels about it. Hello. Hey, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. It's us again. And hey, we, t- we oh, told you wait, that we would. Wait, who is this? Sorry, it's, it's Anna. It's Anna Ferris. Oh, Anna Ferris. Oh, and no, Sim, sorry. Oh, 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 Anna Ferris. Sim. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. you're funny. Um, but listen, <laughs> hey. we, to- we told you we would call you back privately, but now we're recording you. So surprise! You- yeah, yeah, guys- <laughs> oh, 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 God! I'm I'm being recorded. Okay, that's great. Okay. Um, and you're also here with Amy, who's a federal prosecutor Hi, and um, hey. and amazing girlfriend. Because <laughs> Nick, as you know, we had to leave, but we wanted to call you back because I, I'm 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 intrigued about about yeah. I have more questions for you. So where do we leave off? So where we kind of left it, I, from from my understanding, was that the general advice was to kind of you know just just back away, just to back out of the back out of the situation. That my energy was better placed towards you know investing more in like my future and finding people that were more aligned with like my goals. That I shouldn't invest more energy into people that were probably you know just toxic for me, which I totally that agree. Sounds with. like good advice. But I but I I do understand your frustration and anger towards his duplicitousness because he was leading like a fucking secret life right i mean oh yeah 
Right. And also, I mean, there were, it's kind of been, and I didn't really get a chance to dig into this, but it's kind of been like a slow, it's been a gradual process of me backing away from him emotionally for probably um, about the last three months. Um, so that makes it a lot easier for me to, to be so cut and dry about this. Um, and it's, it's, you know, I have no interest in him at this point at all, personally. Um, I'm, I know that he is, he's, he's bad news and, and it's unfortunate that it took it this long for me to realize that. Uh, did you um, go through heartbreak or, or did you like go through a period of like kind of being bummed out or? For sure. Yeah. I mean, there was a point, there was a point at which, um, he and I were out to get drinks with another, um, former coworker of ours. And, um, she kind of like drunkenly insinuated that or suggested that, you know, Hey, you guys like, man, you guys, you should, you should date. Um, and his reaction to that was, was so ugly and so insulting. You know, he could have easily just, you know, laughed it off or something, but he, he really made a statement about it. Tell me what he said. He, well, he first laughed, um, and he, while laughing and shaking his head, just repeatedly said no, um, said it would never happen, said that it wasn't, it was, it was crazy. It was, you know, and it was unquestionable. It was, it was out of the question. That's, that's really um, hurtful. That's, that's really hurtful. That's inc- yeah. And, and yeah, in front it was, of, yeah. In front, in front of, and, oh. and you guys were, yeah. Together? And I confronted him. I confronted him about it at the place where, you know, once my friend left, we had a really in-depth conversation about it. And, you know, I flat out told him, I said, you know, you didn't, you didn't need to say that you, all you had to do was just dismiss it. I understand you are trying to protect your professional, your professional identity, but that was really hurtful. It was really disappointing. I would really let down, um, as a friend of yours that you would say such hurtful things. That's amazing. Um, You said that. that. How did he react to that? Did he say, yeah, you're right. Or was he defensive? In the moment, he was defensive, which only pissed me off even more. So we didn't speak for a few weeks. Um, and he, he came back and, you know, apologized incessantly. Um, and, you know, I gave him the cold shoulder for a while. Well, after he sort of came, like, was was part of the apology a bit of, like, uh, like a hookup thing? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yes. So that was my first impression, and that's why I ignored you know, the first few messages was because I was like, you know what, you're just, you're texting me at like 10 o'clock apologizing finally after like a week of this. Like I just, I wasn't interested. I felt like it was ingenuine, like it wasn't genuine. So, um, you know, and eventually it came around and it got a little bit more, it felt more sincere, but you know, I just, that was the bigger breaking point between me being, you just understanding a hundred percent getting a full 360 view of, of his, of my value in his eyes. So I, you know, after that, if to me personally, he was kind of done the last couple of times we've seen each other has just been kind of purely like I'm bored or I'm drunk, like just kind of hook up and I've regretted it instantly. Um, oh, does he, we... oh, I want you to date a nice guy. Kelly, oh. Does he know that you know about this woman and her two children? No. So he doesn't, I haven't spoken to him since I went through his phone. Um, and, and when was that's that? Kind of been one, that was on Saturday morning. So just a few days ago. Okay. And has he texted, has he tried to reach out? No. 
And do you think he knows that you did that by any chance? I don't think so. And I'm sorry, what's your professional relationship with him? Um, he was my boss for a while, but I, I left that company, started working for a different one um, okay, about good. six months ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Yeah. The yeah, lawyer yeah. came out for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, but I, you're still in the same professional sphere. Yes, 100%. And it's, you know, it's a somewhat smaller um, industry in this area, and it's very well connected. It's, it's really rough to to run into somebody at different companies or in different areas that, that don't, that you don't have a mutual connection with. So, um, it's it's just, there's a lot. It's not a bridge that you could burn without consequences. Yeah. I'm in the process of trying to find another industry that's like somewhat in line with what I'm currently doing. And, you know, I'm in the process of trying to find another opportunity to diversify my resume. So I'm not interested in, you know, utilizing him as a professional resource long-term. Um, I, I'm really totally, I'm very comfortable cutting him out of my life. I'm, 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 I, I need, I know I need that. And I know that that is going to be the best case scenario for everybody, but I just, I just, I know how I know the value I know the I know the process in which uh, you know you go through to as a single mom to decide to involve somebody else in your life and in, in the lives of your children and knowing him and the person he is I just I hate I hate the idea of him benefiting from another relationship like that that was obviously so loving but I know to do anything to make any action on that end would be you know it would be out of revenge or it would be out of spite you know, so I just I just want to make the best decision for everybody involved. Oh, this is, this is this like is really I know. Sure of you, Kelly, um, because you do have the power to sort of to to do some things. But I but I think you, that your gut is right that um, you can't have vindication in that form. And the truth of the matter is, I don't. I believe that you haven't really lived unless you've had like your heart ripped out of your chest. Mm-hmm. And this this may be. That and the thing is also too. What's also complicated is, well, it's clear that he's a dick and 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 mm-hmm. and ha- clearly has his own a lot of his own fucked up issues. This is a person you do oh, yeah. not want to marry. Um, yeah. But but the truth is though, is that because you guys didn't set any boundaries, because you guys didn't set any rules for yourselves, that he's innocent essentially. You know, he's, oh, yeah. he's, um, you guys didn't establish yourselves as boyfriend and girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like you didn't. So he, so. Yeah. Which so, is why, which is why she really can't say anything. Which, which is why though, yeah. Kelly though. Yes, that's true. But I think that you also should think about what, what you really want out of a, out of a person and, and your dating experience. And I don't want you to get used. I don't want you to be, um, a booty call. You know what I mean? I, I want, I want you to feel really fulfilled and very valued. And this guy did not do that for Mm -hmm. you. And, and I don't want you to waste any more time on douchebags. And, um, I, I don't know. Does that make sense that like, Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, this is, he's, he's kind of thrown up some red flags for me, you know, intermittently throughout the last couple of years. And I've, I have a couple of friends who have been like through this, the whole thing with me. And, you know, they've said that whole thing 
you know, that's the same, the same advice the whole way along of like, you know, I just, he doesn't really value you, but it sounds like you're being used. And, you know, I, it's not that I didn't hear it and it's not that I didn't understand it or believe them, but I think I am, I'm just a really stubborn learner. And I think that it really takes, unfortunately, like you said, going through something so torturous on your own yeah. to really realize it. It's true. Um, and you know, in the va- there's a lot of value in this experience though. And you can start, you, you'll be able to start to refine exactly what you want out of a person mm-hmm. and what you want out of a partner. Um, and and also too, sometimes uh, like I'm I'm like you. If my friends try to tell me something about somebody, I uh, like immediately go to sort of a devil devil's advocate position. Like I, I get defensive, and I don't want to necessarily hear their opinions. And um, and it took actually a, like one of my experiences. It took kind of a stranger saying to me like. Anna, what the fuck are you doing with that guy um, with one of my exes? And I felt like, yeah, I don't know. And but it, so hopefully, Kelly, we can be that stranger to you a little bit and give you a little bit of like a cattle prod um, and hopefully give you a different perspective than what your friends are giving you in, in the sense that we don't know you. We just know a little bit of this story. But from what we hear – um, it sounds like I, I just want you to make sure that when you enter your next relationship, or your next dating experience, that you are, um, maybe much more, um, protective of, of yourself and, and understanding what you want out of it, as opposed to sort of this loosey goosey, like let's fuck here and there, um, which exposes your heart and your, you know, that, that like leaves you out, um, to, to, to hang or to dry. To dry. <laughs> oh, yes. Kelly, I have to tell you, I have been up since one thirty. I know. Morning. I know we should, we should um, really wrap oh, this up no. though. I know. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Um, I don't mean to like, um, but that's, I, I do feel well, we, like we, I'm, we are I'm running really late loopy. though. We do have um, to leave. Yeah. We got in from, London uh, a couple days ago and my she's jet lagged um but (sighs) Kelly thanks for letting us talk to you and I and what's great about your call is that it's so relevant I feel like we get so many listeners um they call us with very similar problems about um these undefined relationships Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. relationships that are in this massive gray area and um and they all happen in their 20s. Right. Every yeah. single relationship. I mean, she's, you know, yeah. Kelly, you're 26. It's, it's every single one we've had. I'm, yeah. It's, but again, learning experience. So you're you call, need to go through you, this. You're really helpful to a lot of people. Um, and so please know that, that this experience, um, you know, hopefully will be helpful to you in terms of refinement and also mm-hmm. developing a deep sense of empathy. That's what my heartbreaks have hopefully done for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's raw and painful and it still is and it will always haunt me. And these are they're you know, I have long theories about why I don't believe in closure and all that shit. Um, because I, I think that these experiences do enrich you, but it is fucking painful. And I'm, and I'm really sorry that, and, and if I could Kelly, I would smear like the fucking shit out of this dude. Um, but, 
but I think you I, are not alone. <laughs> but I think, unfortunately, um, there's there's nothing to do. the 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 high road for you is is taking is will be protecting yourself. Yes, and yeah, um, and that's that's the that's the classy thing to do, and that's the wisest thing to do. I think is is just taking what you've learned, sucking this up. And uh, and he'll get his. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like oh, it's totally. gonna play itself out. He it always has. does. Everything yeah. is gonna he play. Has. Yeah. He sounds like a. He's a miserable person, and and I and I do feel terrible for this other single mom. Yeah, her friends are probably the same, mm-hmm. saying the same thing to her. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but there's you know? nothing. There's, there's nothing that <laughs> right? you could say to her that she would hear. Does right. that make sense? Right. There's absolutely nothing yeah. yes. you could say to her that that she would hear. She would he all she would hear is like this, yeah, she, young yeah. woman from Seattle yeah. who's Doesn't like, want, no. you know, who yeah. sounds angry, um, and she would complain to her friends about you or whatever. So you're you're just trust that he'll get his, and 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 I think just move move forward and and be professional. You know, within your circle, as you will be, I know. Um, I I feel like I'm telling you stuff that you. She already you knows know. this. She knows this. She just um, needed to hear it from us. I think, right, Kelly? No, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's so it's so comforting to know that like people that I've only explained this to for you know for minutes can pinpoint the exact same advice that I've been getting from friends who've known me for for my entire life. Um, because it's it's just it goes to show that what they're saying is true and that my gut instinct on this is also accurate. But, you know, it's just it's tough to it's 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 when you're when you're almost there to fully uh, you know, emotionally cut yourself off from somebody, it's so tempting at that last moment to you know, throw in a little jab oh, God, here. Yes. And I know oh, that dude. I have, I know that I, <laughs> I know that I have that power and it's just, it's really tempting. And I think, you know, as much as I try to clothe it in this, in this argument that, you know, it's a protection of her, you guys are totally right. You know, he's, it'll, she'll find out regardless. Oh, totally. She'll yeah. find out. Oh, he's yeah. probably hearing the same advice. And, and right. my oh, friend Jade like- says, He's gonna die alone, and he probably will. And that's oh just yeah, really sad, listen, and I feel bad he's got that, his. But. He clearly has a ton of his own demons. But listen, what are you gonna do when he texts you again? Um, you know, I I don't do I I don't know. I've I've thought about responding to him saying, um, "Hey, I I know your relationship with this woman is more than you ever admitted, or you ever." You know, would you, know, you, you would bring about. that? You I don't would, think you, you should do know. that. That's it's that's like, opening up another. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. Um, so I, just to ignore it. Mm-mm. You don't have to ignore it. You can just say. You can just be. I mean, nice. don't, res- don't respond right away. You don't have to re- <laughs> well, right. You can you can be nice and you can just say, "Hey, I'm I'm dating someone I really like," and then he'll leave you alone. Hopefully. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So hopefully. not that easy. It's she needs yeah. to have a game plan. She needs to have a game plan. Um, we were just trying to get rid of the guy at this point, right? Yes, but but she he's he's pretty he's really persistent and he's really controlling and manipulative. Um, so if you know any excuse I usually give, then you say, just like, to, hey, no, ignore sorry. him. Then if you're if he's really manipulative, then you just don't respond. You don't engage. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, that's I who think he is. That maybe after like the third text, uh, like I would ignore the first two, right. and after the third one, I would say. I would I would write back I would text something like um you know hey 
how you doing? I'm busy. I would I would brush him off for a while, and if he continues to press you, then I then you know then you have to sort of lay down the law and say, um, you know I I you know I, I'm ready to I'm so, you know I'm sorry, but I'm ready to move on from you, and um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to I I'm not I don't want to I don't want to be with you anymore. Um, yeah, no, that's a great way to say it. It's easy, so easy for us to say this though. What's really hard is in the moment you resisting the temptation to like go over to his place and sleep mm-hmm. with him one more time. That's going to be the really hard part for you, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, and it's okay if you do, you know what I mean? Like you're young, you like, I don't approve of it, but, but, but I don't want you to beat no, yourself No, she needs up to stop doing this. I she, agree. She, I she, agree. She, I mean, it's not okay if she does it anymore. I think that it's time for her to take yeah. it. It's, it's uh, over. It's right. done. Like a yeah. Big girl stance. Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. agree. Because I've also, I've, you know, probably a couple of months ago, I would have been along more along the lines of what Anna's saying of like, you know, hey, if I slip up, I slip up. But like, I'm going in this direction. But at this point right now, for me, I, I just don't oh, want good. that. I don't want good. any part yeah. of it. Good. Yeah. Good, good. And also, Kelly, too, like, I, I just don't want you to waste any more time on him. Yeah. Whether just, it's like vindictive yeah. or sexual or any of it, like... I think it's time for you to like set your sights on another hottie. Yeah, in go Seattle. find somebody new and great to distract you. You're so in that when Seattle. This guy, She's so when in Seattle. Seattle. There's yeah. so many great guys in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So there when, are. Yeah, you find find somebody else, and when this guy texts you, you won't even care. You'd be like, exactly. Screw yeah. You. yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you know, and when he comes at you with his most manipulative shit, like if he ever says anything like. What if he drunkenly says something like "I'm lost without you" or whatever? Pulls some of that shit. It's time to call us back. But <laughs> <laughs> well, shut that down. <laughs> but um, but don't let his manipulative like desperation suck you in. Um, yeah, I, I know that I have been very guilty of that in the past. Um, and so you know, as we like spew out all this advice, at least for me, it comes from a place of um i you know i can re- i can relate to it i can relate to it so that's it's um anyway i just hope you protect your heart kelly let us know what happens um there. by the way you know a lot of our listeners are always asking me you know we don't give it we don't do enough updates oh, we yeah. have we have a couple of update shows coming up um, cause we always, cause oh. they, cause because people always mention that we're always saying, you know, keep us updated mm-hmm. and, and we never really update. And yes, and that's our fault. And, but we're going to start doing that. We're going to start, um, giving you guys more updates from, from our listeners, uh, from so, our yeah, callers. Please, Kelly, please be in touch. Yeah. Um, I will. Yeah. I'll, I'm on Bumble. Very active. I went nice. on a, there you I go. Went to, um, Costco on a first date with a Bumble guy. A couple weekends ago, and it was fantastic because I love Costco. I like that um, idea. But yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what the bumble's going on. Great. Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Good night, Kelly. Thank you. I love you guys. Love you too. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. You're jet lagged. You need to go to bed. I think, right? Are you tired? Yeah, I am. Did I sound like I was? No, 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 no. What I meant, no. You told me earlier that you were tired. Is what I'm saying. We we had a long show tonight. This is a this is going to be an extended cut. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, Sim Sina has his work cut out for him. Um, oh God. Um, all right. Well, we love you guys, and uh, I guess we'll wrap yeah, it up. Just, yeah, You're not going to yeah. do the finger, are you? No, it's all right. The finger thing, just you know. Uh, 
No, I'll do it. I'll do it. This is for real. We're wrapping it up. All right. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night.